In photography, uh, when I was 11, I was in summer camp, and using the Brownie Hawkeye, I took pictures of the play that the campers put on. I even remember it was Oklahoma. And, uh, and even then, I, I liked to move around in a the theater. I, I was never good at just sitting in my seat. Um, and so I was down front and taking pictures, and I sent the, picture, the film to my mom, and she made prints from it and sent them back, and I sold it to the campers. Wow. And basically, that's still what I'm doing today, taking pictures of people on stage and selling them. Uh, but my mom doesn't develop the film anymore. Welcome to episode 44 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up? We have, we, have, we, have, we have three individuals in the house today. Yes, we do. Um, yeah, so since we don't do formal in introductions, you guys got to introduce yourself. <laughs> um, starting with From you. From our left, my left. My name is Steve Messina. Steve Messina. What's up, brother? Nathaniel What's up? Shannon. What's up, Nathaniel? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Terry Matlin. What's up, Terry? What's up, Terry? What up, Holmes? What's going on? Three photographers. Yeah. We've uh, been talking about doing an episode like this for um, uh, for a long time, actually. And then... Many, many months. During the Spotlights episode, mm -hmm. Steve hit me up in the middle of the podcast with this idea. Mm. So we're like, you know right. what? Maybe we should have like it come we were, to fruition. Right. We were all, You know what I mean? Like, minds were... Working well, on this. I'm going to say thank you to Steve right now. Oh, Thanks, Steve. Steve. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Working. You're welcome. Brilliant idea. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm really, you know, like, for me, it's a really exciting thing because, I mean, you know, I've been playing music for a long time. I've been playing live shows for a long time. And and I think the, you know, the thing is, like, you know, it's so important that, that, that great photographers come out and take pictures. And, like, it's such an, it's such an important aspect of, of, of the live music scene and the community. And... Not many people talk about it, to be honest. You know, no, true, one, no not many people discuss like the technical aspect of it or the inspiration that you know why you guys do what you do and things like that. So I, I'm excited to dig in and get to know you guys on that level. Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah. But right before we do all that, I'm just oh, gonna get this out of the Jesus. way. Jesus, get it out yeah, of the way. Just it's gonna have to happen eventually. <laughs> do it. Or, do what you gotta do. Just do us a favor and download, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. You can find us at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace, also on SoundCloud, Podcast Attic, Overcast, basically wherever you get your podcast from. Instagram is Blast Furnace Productions. Twitter is Blast Furnace NYC. Candaria, the band, RisingPulse.com. Candaria on Facebook and all that nonsense. But basically, if for your podcast, it's at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. If you could download, subscribe, rate, and review, it would help us out. See? Done. You all right, John? You're holding your head. I'm not stressed out. No, no, no. Good I'm work. Not, I'm, I'm good Thank work. you. See, I'm, that's I'm, it. 35 <laughs> seconds. I'm not stressed. I'm hungover. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I don't miss that. I was with uh, I was with Will from Dalek last night, and I did his uh, in-studio debut. Yeah, you were he does doing like a DJ, live DJ wiki, wiki shit. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. It was a great time. Thank you, Will. Um, thanks to my friend Rob Corbino for uh, helping me get out there and everything because he's in Union City, New Jersey. Not, not that it was that far. With but... a name, last name like that, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a good time. And, All but... I gotta say is that Nathaniel has a fucking amazing shirt on right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just got it. Yes, the grave dig he has <laughs> grave diggers six feet deep. I was just actually listening. <laughs> To this fucking, I was listening to Six Feet Deep probably about a week ago, and huge fan, good taste in fucking 
rap music. Nice. It's gotta nice. say. Nice. Positive energy activates constant elevation. Oh shit. <laughs> nice. That's nice. peace. Oh you yeah. Get it? You got yeah. it? P E A C E. Oh I see. You got it? Wow. Okay. Acronym they call that. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so uh, so guys, let me, had to, let's, I had to, had to say that. Let me Sorry. let's let's start off. Let's well, the kids right. are looking mad thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys want to jump into some uh, stuff about photography? Um, uh, I'd like to just ask you all, like, go around the room, Steve. What was what's the last what? Nothing. I was no. I was just gonna say I know I know Steve all right, hold on, hold for relax. years. Relax. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of know what he does. What? Well, relax. There's no there's no okay. formal thing. I know. We're, we're all gonna talk. We all, we all got this. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I just don't know these two gentlemen, but I know Steve for a very long time, and I know him from the hardcore scene. Huh? So that's all I'm basically saying. Good. Uh, Steve, <laughs> yes. oh, getting back boy. to the question I was going to ask you. Uh, Which is? What's the last show you shot, or the last project you worked on? Uh, the last, well, let's see. The I didn't officially shoot, but I was actually just at the last uh, the screening, the DVD release party for the... Uh, for the Michael Lago film. Okay. Which I, you know, just took a few pictures. I, I don't go anywhere really without taking pictures of one okay. kind or another. Okay. Be it with, you know, my camera or my phone or whatever small camera I have with. But um, before that, I'm trying to think of the last show that I shot. I could cheat and look, but I can't think right now. So give that's me a okay. second. That's right. I will come back. But it's, uh, yeah, it was. But that's cool. Uh, so you went to the Alago thing? Oh, yeah, DVD yeah. No, I, I actually. Um, shot his, you know, like he, like the red carpet sort of that they did for mm -hmm. the for the two premieres the in Brooklyn, St. Mark's, uh, Saint the Mark's and at the Nighthawk right? in, in yeah. Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. which, oh, it was, oh, it was, yeah, because yeah, he had Mark's. mentioned it was like right around the block from Seabees. Right. Oh so yeah, that, that, this, that was like that was called the Howl Gallery, the Howl Happening. Mm -hmm. I think it's called. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we will. Theater Theater Eight. Theater, yes, theater, yes. That's what Which, we that watch. place is awesome. Yeah. Oh my god, that place is so cool. That was for the world premiere. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's great. What did you What did you shoot on? The. Um, well, I usually shoot with the. Uh, I re actually in this past year I bought a uh, Canon seventy seven D. Okay. Which uh, I had. I actually had a thirty D, up until you know uh, the summer, and it died. Like I'm the kind of person that, I you know I don't make a lot of money so. If I buy a camera, I will use it until it dies. It's mm -hmm. like a pair of sneakers. I will not buy another pair of sneakers until there's holes in the the other right. one. So, right. but uh, but I, I love it, and and I I love my you know I've been using Canon for years. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so you're a Canon guy. And uh, <laughs> they work really good in. Uh, sure, Canon guy. Yeah. I don't know anything about this, so I'm actually going to be learning shit today. I, <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get to you. Uh, but uh, so that's great, man. Uh, Nathaniel, what about you? What's what's the last thing you shot, my friend? I don't remember. <laughs> you hung over too? No, I don't drink. Oh, I did you. play DD for my oh. girlfriend and a bunch of our drunk friends. Went oh, and saw yeah? Jawbreaker last night. Mm. So oh, I yeah. went went and saw Horrors. Oh, that, that's Vitus. awesome! A bunch of my friends oh, got to drive everybody awesome. home. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm hung over, tired, and having to drive. Be dad mm -hmm. for the gotcha. night and drive oh, everybody shit. home. Right on. Uh, God, what is insane? Oh, right on. Oh, nice. It's a great show. Buildings, right? Shot. What is what's February? If mm -hmm. I not shot anything since December. Wow. Shot Jesus Lizard. Oh, right on. That's cool. Yeah, you're also a musician too. So I mean, does that? I've been that playing really? more than I've been shooting. That's what I was gonna ask you. Cause I know you got your solo stuff going on right now, which is yeah. awesome, by the way. Thanks. And, uh, I put out a record a year and a half, two years ago. 
it's Nathaniel <clears throat> Shannon and the Vanishing Twin. It's kind of fuck. I don't know. Mark Lanigan mm. watching horror nice. movies in a cemetery, mm-hmm. maybe. It's oh, just like, like this weird, creepy... Right up Terry's uh, alley. ...kind of cool. singer-songwriter <laughs> thing <laughs> that I started doing, a label out of Brooklyn called Aqualam. Yeah, good friends. Good friends of ours put that, encouraged me and put that out. And so I was just playing along. Uh, Steve Austin from Today is the Day mixed and mastered the record for me, thankfully, cool. which was fucking awesome. Cool. And he's like, hey, man, just play with your computer. Nobody cares. <laughs> Which is great, you yeah, know, encouraging, yeah, yeah. but like just being on stage playing along with the laptop is fucking super awkward. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it just seems weird. Um, that I I got booked opening for Woven Hand at Vitus last wow. summer. Wow, that's like amazing, a man. week before the show. How did that happen? Never heard of them, dude. Fucking the best. Is it uh, weird to be weird? Uh, for you, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird to be weird. It's weird uh, just because we're gonna try to be even more weird than the other weird band type thing. Man, no, they're not like no. Man, the main dude. Weird to be no, no. <laughs> main dude. You know I mean? He thinks everything's weird. He no, I don't. No, quick, there's you know. a certain there's a certain thing where it, where it's just like. All right, we're we're, we're kind of not like this, but we're not like this, but we're just gonna like. Just mishmash stuff, and, and it's gonna be weird. Kind of like can't do it. Thanks, man. And, no, no, you're, no, you're a little different because you guys. No, no, I'm not saying I'm you just guys. Kidding, I'm just kidding. I know, but it's like <laughs> I'm just gonna be weird, man. <laughs> like fucking weird. Like that's what I want to do. Just be weird, and I don't know. It's the thing. I can't really. I have a podcast with this guy. You fucking believe this shit? Yeah. <laughs> the podcast is kind of weird. It is. <laughs> it is. It's, it's fucking weird. odd, bro. I think about it all the time. People are like, oh yeah, you know, it's a popular. Po-. Like, why? I don't even know why. <laughs> why do people listen to this shit? I don't know. Like this shit that I listen to, I don't know why I listen to it. It's entertaining. It's, it's ridiculous. It's there. It's, it's ridiculous. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> Makes me feel funny sometimes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I so I got booked on that. Eggman! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I reached out to Godmaker, another awesome. Brooklyn band. Uh, they're on label and friends, and they were like, yeah, we'd love to be your backing band. So Very I kind of cool. gobbled them up and have been working with them. That's great. Which has allowed me to kind of develop a stage mm-hmm. character. Very cool. Whip my dick out. (laughs) Musically speaking. When you're on stage, who takes pictures of your band? That's, you know, if I can figure out how to photograph myself while I play. You put the timer on, no burst shots. See, that's a technical term. Come on, I'm telling you. It happens by mistake on my phone, I don't know. It is weird, like, knowing people (laughs) that shoot and being so immersed for the last couple decades (laughs) and, like, photographing bands that there aren't a lot of people where I'm like, oh, you got to come take pictures of me. Mm-hmm. Playing, yeah. uh, and being on the other side of the fence of that is kind of weird. It's weird <laughs> in a way that, like, I never kind of really yeah, thought about, <laughs> like shooting. You know, right. it's just yeah. what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but having a camera in your face, like, yeah, I don't know. and being happy with it, and being mm-hmm. happy with yeah. it, yeah, not being like, oh, you're doing that. I'm playing yeah. guitar, and you're doing that wrong. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm watching you take pictures of me, and you're doing it wrong. Is that yeah. is that something that you you experience? Like literally, you're I mean, watching them shoot, and you're like, mm, you're not doing it right. Like for real, I'm not gonna be a dick. I, I, I've seen it. Yeah, I have to say, <laughs> no, this is this is what I'm talking. You this know is what? Good information. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. The, yeah, I, go ahead, I, play, I, I play as well, and I, I you could tell certain people. Like one thing I hate when you see people take pictures and say that you're playing and singing at the same time and the mic is like this. Oh yeah. 
dead center and they're like oh this is a great shot mm-hmm. and you're like no no it's not it's mm-hmm. not it's a, this thing is like right in their face or they're like standing straight at you all, all I'm gonna get is the mic mm-hmm. blocking like your whole face mm-hmm. and <laughs> black <laughs> metal clown nose right. <laughs> black metal clown and you, yeah there you go uh, you wanna stop and go no no stand over there I think it's right cult, right, 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 right. cult cult with a V Pinocchio uh, what <laughs> cult with a V Pinocchio I can fucking see that fucking a band playing in fucking Bushwick called that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> it's come full circle with that. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's Are we just gonna talk shit on black metal the whole time? I mean, I'm down. I like black guy. metal, but I it's like just, black metal too. I do, but it's like uh, I, I, yeah, a couple, couple, two, three here and there. Yeah, I don't even like metal. Really? <laughs> I, mean, I like. I like. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I do, do actually. I do. You might. You're the sort of kind of guy. Be like, you know, I play it, yeah. and like some people say, I'm good, but. I don't really listen to a lot of it. Yeah. I don't. You know? I don't listen. Yeah, to see, so I don't listen to metal. I really, I rarely listen to any metal. I don't listen to any anything with. Really, I listen to very. It's very rare. I'll put on music that has anything like not melodic vocals, like hardcore or metal vocals, like de- like death metal style vocals. Rarely, I'll put music like that on. Um, I like I like metal bands. I like I like um, doom metal. If I'm gonna listen to metal, it's usually doom. Or I listen to like post hardcore, like uh, Coalesce is one of my favorite bands. It's an Still, interesting totally. You know, uh, is it, it is. It is. But anyway, we are getting off topic a bit. Um, Terry. Wait, wait, wait! I wanted to ask Nathaniel one more question. I still shoot with a Canon Mark II. Oh, there you go. Where you were going. Was, that's where I was going. Thank you. I wanted to know. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a Canon guy. Johnny yeah, predictability. He's a Canon I mean, guy. I've shot on nice. Canon since <laughs> I started shooting film really? like 20 years ago, and mm-hmm. just and the can the Canon Nikon debate. Is there a debate there? Do you feel there's a debate? Like, I, it's like car ownership it is right yeah you know it's like what you like it's your personal taste you you know (laughs) my my thing with the camera is i almost look at it like it doesn't even matter what camera you're using if it's it's your hands Mm -hmm. i think it's your eyes your composition because you know i used to work in a one hour photo back in the day Uh, me too and you would have these guys coming in with their ten thousand dollar hasselblads and you'd look at their pictures and go what what is this? You know, mm-hmm. and then they'd have these great pictures, and they, oh, my seven-year-old took that with a disposable. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it doesn't necessarily matter because I've been, you know, in, in a photo pit with guys with these beautiful cameras that I could never afford, and then I see their pictures, and I go, it doesn't really matter what you're using if right. you don't know how to capture the moment. Isn't it basically all about your settings and I shit? I see a lot of part? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes and no. I mean, Terry, me, Terry's no set. Yeah, we should let him get, his shoulders like hey, yet, you know? so. It's actually a really interesting... <laughs> it hasn't even been my turn yet, so it's, I'm just, you know, <laughs> It's actually a really <laughs> interesting segue to talk to Terry about this, because I know, for the most part, um, I, when I see you shoot, you shoot with an iPhone. I shoot with an iPhone a lot. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You're the first guy to say that out loud in a couple nothing of years. Nothing wrong with uh-huh. that. Um, I don't uh, exclusively right. shoot... Uh, iPhone, especially not for a show. Right. I do take pics with my iPhone while at shows, mm-hmm. and if it's a show I'm shooting, I'll make sure to snap three or five on there. Mm-hmm. But um, it's funny because a lot of people say like, like, oh, you know, iPhone, that's not real photography, or you're not a real photographer. I don't even know what that means anymore. I know. Number one, I know, right? All right, you got the fucking famous photographers Polaroids hanging up. Mm-hmm. Um, but true. I, I think it's just so crazy because they'll. 
you know, you'll get knocked for that. And mm -hmm. then they go to my Instagram. They're like, yo, could you shoot or whatever? Or yeah. other photographers will be like, oh, I love that picture of such and such. Would you mm -hmm. shoot that on? Like, yep. If you read the top of my Instagram, it says iPhone only. Mm -hmm. You yep. know, like that whole thing is only iPhone. Dude. I actually just started a new Instagram for my stuff that's exclusively not iPhone. Okay. Um, wow. So I usually shoot with uh, just a Fuji X100T. Okay. But I did go through, um, so mirrorless, you know, no zoom or anything. Mm -hmm. But uh, fixed lens, they say. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I've shot a lot with, um, man, 60, uh, uh, 5D, 7 okay. Those are Canon. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> For all of you, but, you know, not in the know. Yeah, the D's right me. And a lot <laughs> but, of people um, listening. Uh -huh. But, uh, you know, I do certain work on that. And if it's work that I'm, like, being paid for, you know, a lot of it is going to be on that. But usually right. I'm just bringing to shows. I mean, I don't even have a Zoom. And mm -hmm. I did that. Actually, it was financial reasons. Um, I'm, like, I'm not... I'm not buying some big camera. I want to make sure I can always get in with a camera. Mm -hmm. You take the lens off, and then it's like, yep. where's your pass? Or you're on the list for a photo. Yep. Right. You know, if you could take that yep. lens off, you're not bringing that camera in. Mm. So I make sure that it's fixed, done. I'll take the picture from wherever I am. Mm. You know? And if yeah. I'm in the back, I'll make sure the pictures are good from the back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Include the audience. You know, sure. like, use sure. your space. Mm. There's a camera that I have that I, I that I always have with me when I when I shoot for that very reason because I don't like to. I don't like to hear no. I don't want to be told I got to check my camera. I won't check my camera. Like I'd So I have a It's called a Panasonic Lumix. Okay. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it is razor sharp. And, you know, it's, it fits. It's got, you know, it fits in your pocket. Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal. I actually shot all of Chicago Open Air with it. And, you know, had, had work published in Vintage Guitar Magazine and things like that. It is a, just an excellent camera. And when people see it, it's like, but when you sometimes people want you to come shoot them, they want to see a camera. They want to see a big mm -hmm. camera because they feel like, well, I hired a photographer. Exactly. Yeah. But so I always bring the small one and the phone and do the same. I'm just gonna take a few. Hang on, I'm gonna take a few like this. And then when I hand them the pictures, they don't know what right, pictures right, sure. came from what source. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just, it just comes down to the the, the photo. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. And what exactly what he's saying is that. And especially now, an iPhone is a 16 megapixel camera. Mm -hmm. And in the right hands, mm -hmm. you'd never know. But right. that comes down to like the moment and the cropping, yep. just like what you're catching, like what you're saying. But mm -hmm. picture it like 1980s, you know, like being on stage. And if you brought up like a fucking PV Classic 50, mm -hmm. and that's it. You know? They'll be <laughs> yeah. like, is this guy really in a band? Where's the stack? You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like... You know, you had to have your Marshall stack. Yeah. Then you're in a band, right? you know? <laughs> oh, like, this that's, guy's for real. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's the same ridiculous. with cameras, is, in, yeah. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. no, yeah, they get, like, a lot of <clears throat> editorial and portrait work I found over the years, too, when you're working with art directors and clients. Mm -hmm. They expect mm -hmm. this production sure. that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Mm -hmm. So, like... I've just learned from mentors assisting over the years, like, you just set up a bunch of shit, it looks like you're using it. Mm -hmm. They don't know. Right, yeah. And it's part of that show of, like, mm -hmm. you kind of just got to be like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. here, take your picture, but I could kind of just be photographing you with natural light or, like, one light. Sure. Yeah. Somebody actually wrote in a question, because we like to be interactive with our loyal listenership. Okay. So I have a question that goes for all three of you guys. It's from my friend Chuck Taylor, and it's, uh, he asks... When taking live action pictures, how in the world do you manage to capture a specific moment? Is it gut instinct? And how do you manage to get the shot both in frame and in focus? I've tried to do this as a fan at shows, but for the most part, I end up with a well-timed, blurry picture at best. Mm. 
And I answered him. I was like, I don't know shit, but it matches me to settings. He was like, oh, cool be. So I just wanted to, he wanted me to ask you guys that. So It's the settings. It is, right? You're right. I think it, it is. Combined with, if you, depending on if you've seen the band before, mm-hmm. and if you know the songs, mm-hmm. like certain songs you know, you know like a dramatic moment is coming. Like if you're shooting Sick of It All. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know, you don't have to wait for a moment because they they're six feet in the air the whole show. It's true, mm-hmm. right? You know, and and probably one of the most fun bands to shoot yeah. if you could catch like literally if you could catch them, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, you know, all Pete is flying through the air, and they're they're one of my probably my favorite hardcore bands to shoot live. Mm. But yeah, there's certain moments where you hear that build up and you know some something someone's jumping off of something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, right? And it's just having the right camera, yeah. you know, and for that because it, you know, you want to get that blurry picture back and go oh that would have been amazing if, right, right, if it right. was in focus mm-hmm. yeah yeah i there's that mm-hmm. but i'm not as concerned with sharpness right like i'm more about like not that you're not about that but my my concern is like the, the moment. moment um composition is key mm-hmm. um composition makes or breaks in, in in my opinion um but i think like it, a lot of it comes down to editing too it's like and i don't mean like in post i mean you have 30 pictures, mm-hmm. right? That And that's a low number. You know, I mean, keep shooting and then yeah. have the eye to know which is the moment. What is the picture you're going to show? Mm-hmm. You know, because there's going to be, that's going to be bracketed by six others on each mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. And like, there'll be like just a small glimmer in the eye, like looking here and then it's looking there. But like the one that's looking out for some reason is the one that makes it more like yeah. engaging or mystical right. or what have you, you know? Right. So it's, it's really knowing it's that gut instinct of the moment and like knowing the choice to make that. This is what a photo editor does it, like an editorial or something. You, like. you know, that that reminds me of when when digital came in. Mm-hmm. Used to be, you know, if you were going to a show, you know, for me, I would be like, okay, I'm bringing three rolls of 36. That's all I've got. Mm-hmm. So you knew you had to kind of pace yourself. Yeah, right. yeah. Because yeah. you could, you know, literally like blow your, your load on the whole thing. And then the second your camera's rewinding, something happens, something blows up, and you're like, oh, God damn it, I missed it. Your but, camera's rewinding. Wow. But now, I got a roll 36 in my jacket. Oh, yeah. That's how to go develop, really. I'll show you. And, <laughs> and now, in the opposite effect, you you get you have a memory card with 3,000 pictures. You're like, oh, I just shot Metallica. I took 3,000 pictures. And you get home and you go, I got to edit 3,000 pictures. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, and they all look reasonably similar. Right. So, fortunately, having shot 35 millimeter for years, I, I taught me to not really overdo it in regards to shooting. You know, seven frames a second. Mm. I try to try to hold myself back a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting, man. I think that for me, there's the variables are: do you know the band? Mm-hmm. Do you know their music? Do you know again the buildup of? Yep. You mentioned Coalesce earlier, mm-hmm. amazing live band. Yeah. It's like watching Jesse freak out playing guitar, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it's like you kind of know if you've seen them a couple times. Like, okay, they play. What happens on the road always comes home. Mm-hmm. You know when he's gonna start freaking out. You know when Sean's gonna start aggressing everybody in the crowd. Um, so there's that depending on venue bigger venues that you can't shoot flash with flash anymore because yeah. Live Nation owns everything and ruined it mm-hmm. um, what happened Live Nation did what they just own everything yeah you can't uh, fucking use you a flash you can't shoot with flash no, anymore you flash yeah. um, a lot of artists don't like the flash too. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's also because there's an oversaturation of people using it not knowing yeah, uh, right. how to balance a little bit of fill with the background lighting mm-hmm. 
So with that, in those instances, for example, shooting Jesus Lizard at Irving back in December, not being able to use flash, it's like, well, you got to depend on like the house lights. How mm-hmm. does the backlighting and your composition mix with like David Yao grabbing his dick mm-hmm. and <laughs> screaming at people so you can get kind of a different environment versus, you know, like smaller venues, Vitus, wherever you can still use flash and like how you balance that out to get some motion of the person playing and just like playing music, you know, know the band, know the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, kind of creates a better end result. Of, right. That's of, a good room to shoot. I like shooting at Irving. That's another thing I think is certain rooms have really lousy lighting. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, there's, there's got to be some... I've also which heard, venue yeah. sucks? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Terminal 5. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I personally, going from film into digital and how lighting has also transitioned into LED lights mm-hmm. at major oh, interesting. venues. Interesting. Has created issues in terms of, especially if you're shooting black and white, the way that the blue light translates mm-hmm. to digital, it makes everything really, really muddy. And I've really? had to, is that true? Yeah, yeah so I've had to like relearn really? how to kind of incorporate natural light on those stages based on the led lights because the color temperatures versus a hot light is just a hot light Mm -hmm. it's really hot it's bright um that's just kind of changed everything and it's made shooting at bigger venues not nearly as enjoyable Mm -hmm. in the end result that whole like red spectrum is like the worst yeah the worst i just shot um chelsea wolf and okay. I mean, that's a show you want that the to one shoot. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, the one that was great. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was so hard to shoot. Yeah, yeah. it was. At least I really got almost nothing usable. Thank yeah. God, my friends in the band. Thank God, I wasn't paid for it. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, yeah. I would have felt bad to be like, uh, here's two pictures. You know, right, but right. like, um, and I actually spoke to the lighting guy after, and it was, I mean, honestly, the lights are awesome. Like mm-hmm. I spoke to him after, and I was like, dude. Your lights are so great, but everything is red, everything is LED, and I feel bad. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, but it looks great. Mm-hmm. I don't would say. I mean, it's not their problem. Right, know? right, right. So 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 red and blue LED lights just like they a looting fucking light. Yeah, they photo. look garbage. Yeah. They look like garbage. Even at Vitus, because they have LED lights, mm-hmm. it's harder to shoot in that room. Um I think this translates a little more into well, I guess it's color and black and white. I was just a flash um, there with Vitus. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, just a little bit of flash. Because you, if you feel like it's already old school, like it looks yeah. like it happened years ago. Yeah. yeah. When you shoot with flash, like old CB's photos or something. Um, it's great for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but figuring out that balance of like, okay, you see the, you know, what your eye sees and what the camera picks up are just two totally different, under, two different things. And like, you got to understand how that translates on the fly and not get kicked in the face. Right, right. At the same time. Right. I mean, there's got to be some venues, though. Like, like. I mean, what's the worst you've ever shot in? Like, some fucking bar? Is that bad or is that good? Harpo's. Like, on the bad Harpo's in Detroit, Detroit Michigan. It's the, worst place, it's the worst place to play. I mean, not How really. How many times have you played at Harpo's? Enough. Enough. Tell me Harpo's stories. At least a half a dozen times. I want to I want to gossip. So Harpo's, for those that don't know. So, uh, I, I, I mark out all the time for any, any kind of Detroit stories, Detroit bands, all about Detroit. I love all that shit because it's just grimy and fucking it, um, Harpo's is, is I'm grimy. all about that shit. Harpo's is the grimiest it's venue fun. I've it's ever been to so in the world. Worse than Seabees? Yeah. Dude, this is on another level. Yeah, because it's okay, kind of... Okay, see, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I never went to Detroit. Dude, Harbo's on, on the east side of Detroit. different way, um, The meat yeah. locker is Is that like the CBs of Detroit, really? No, it's... nothing it's, like that. It's a huge venue. 
it's a huge venue and it's, I've heard the it's name for years. one of the most just hilariously violent shitty yeah you pretty much run a risk of getting stabbed or murdered or fucking love there so uh, love it all i went yeah last minute probably about 10 years ago before pete Steele died typo was playing i think mm. one of their last tours and okay. a homie hit me up and was like hey i'm sick can you go shoot typo negative i was like fuck yeah he's like i was like where and he's like harpo's and i was like oh god Fuck. Yeah. So we went and we got off the highway, and I'll never forget driving past the White Castle, and a car just burst into flames. In the White <laughs> I fucking love As that. As we're going, shit. We go to park, and like, the cop rolls up, which is rare for Detroit to mm. see police anywhere. And uh-huh. the guy's like, he's like, yo, don't park there. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like, well, I, where the fuck am I going to park? He's like, come over here. And the cop actually took me to a parking spot, which again is rare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was great. But that place is just. Oh my God. Dude, Shit I just, I have a couple stories. I'll tell you guys Bring one. It. You think they wonder about saying, hey, what's up, guys or girls over there? You think people get offended over there? No. No, um, it's fight so, for your life type shit. Love it. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, so, I think every band has a horror story about playing there that's played there. I have and a few. Or possibly gotten You have a few, Johnny. A few. Johnny Candaria? First of all, I mean, <laughs> you know, playing there. Did you ever play there? I've not played there. All right, when you play there, they, you know, you go in there and security comes to you and they give you a speech. They tell you, if you need anything from outside, don't go outside. Oh, that's heavy. Yeah. We will get it for you. <laughs> you if you leave, you you're on back. your own. But it's we're letting awesome. you know right now, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Don't venture off if you're not from here, whatever. Just don't, you know, if you need something, just ask us. We'll help you get it. So that's the first thing you hear when you get oh, there. Oh, that's you're a like, right, label. From <laughs> New York, I want to go home. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, so um, so one time we play there, whatever, it's fine. We never had any major issues because um, we kind of just were like, all right, let's not fucking go outside if we don't have to. Um, so uh, one time, we're, I forget what fucking tour we were on, um, and um, this, these kids followed us from Chicago. These two younger guys, like in their early 20s, followed us from uh, Chicago, and they came to the Harpo show. And um, the kid decided to take it upon himself to go out to get cigarettes, and he just never came back. Oh. All right. So this dude fucking, he's gone for whatever, a couple of hours. He comes back white as a fucking ghost. So apparently he went out to get cigarettes. What, did he get kidnapped he or something? He got kidnapped. That rules! <laughs> he got kidnapped. Totally I love sense. this story. He oh got God. fucking kidnapped at gunpoint. Holy they shit. took this poor kid, this fucking poor kid, dude. I'll never forget. They took him to some fucking house. They fucking made him take all his fucking clothes off. They fucking took every fucking credit card. They threatened this fucking poor dude's life. They want, we want fucking credit cards. We want money. We want anything you fucking got. They made him take his clothes off? Dude, they, they fucking him to threw close him out. With his hip? They threw him out of the fucking apartment. Damn uh, Thankfully, <laughs> they fucking let him go. <laughs> Gave him his fucking clothes and chased him out. Whatever. They threw him a little beaten? <laughs> they sma- yeah, they did whatever. Smacked him he around He came a bit. back to the fucking club, right? He came back to the fucking clubs fucking white as a ghost and there's two friends of ours from Detroit there and uh, he was like yo this shit just happened to me and he was like oh my god and then they threw me out of the fucking place and blah 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 and they were like yo straight up you're lucky you fucking came back yeah. yeah. Did he get the cigarette? Did he get the cigarettes? I have no idea. Did he make it back in time for you guys? Uh, he yeah, got the cigarettes. They took them he too. Did. He was fine. He was after an hour later. He was like, it's he was good, good. But lucky story. Oh, dude, holy God. shit, man! Like fucking crazy. Harpo's. Yeah, Harpo's, man. Yeah, that place sucks. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Um, anyway, anyway. Um, so so Harpo's is bad for for for, photo- for photography. It turns out too. So there's, it's like we're no selling Harpo's hard yeah. right now. So it's not even good to take. I'm pictures pretty sure in. there's no person in the world to be like, oh yeah, Harpo's. I love that place. You want to go? 
<laughs> Let's go tomorrow. I know. Even playing there. Oh my god, you're like. Oh, Is it like in the heart of Detroit? Detroit? It's on the east side, mm-hmm. uh, like the southeast side, yeah. which is just not a particularly great yeah. neighborhood. I mean, still. it wasn't then. I haven't been in it's a long still time. Not. Yeah. It's still not. Yeah. I don't know. Like that and the Iraq and everything. Over yeah. There. Like, it's crazy shit, man. As far as New York, uh, just I just picture wastelands. I just picture burnt out buildings, wastelands. <laughs> the road warrior. Kinda, yeah. The road warrior. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of good depiction. Um, you guys, besides like like live stuff, like do you guys like take pictures of like other things? Yeah, yeah I do like a lot of editorial work, mm-hmm. portrait. Yeah, stuff. I, I mainly take pictures of other things. Bowls of fruit. Say. No. <laughs> no. no. Um, Female persuasion. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Females and, and bulls <laughs> covered in fruit. <laughs> um, so I was shooting a, a surfers last week down at Manaswan Inlet in Jersey. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, man, whatever. I just kind of like bring my camera around. But mm-hmm. when I am shooting band stuff, I usually like more like the behind the scenes stuff and right. than the show stuff, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. I remember when we played Gramercy, did we play with... Uh, was it Gramercy? We played with Poison the Well, maybe? Yeah, and you Gramercy. came to that show. And yeah. I think my favorite photos were the ones of when we were like backstage just yeah. hanging out that, yeah. you, that you took photos of, which were really cool. That's the best. That's yeah. the stuff that always got me when I was younger, anyways. That candid like shots. That, yeah. You know? Because yeah, you feel like you're seeing something that you wouldn't usually see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, for and that's sure. the, the fun part. Like, like, I have a great shot of Roger and Vinny writing a set list mm. in front of the old knitting factory. Mm. Awesome. And, yeah. you know, you could tell, you know, by the talking with their hands and Mike is in the background. And it's one of my favorite shots of them. And it's yeah. just such a casual thing, like on the hood of someone's car. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. But I love to shoot, like, I love to go to, like, abandoned buildings, mental hospitals, and, mm. uh, like, I live in on Long Island, so I'm always by the King's Park Mental mm-hmm. Hospital, which is one of the most haunted places on the island, supposedly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and actually, the island is filled with them. There's, there used to be, you know, there's King's Park, and there was, uh, you know, Pilgrim. In fact, uh, another photographer, a uh, friend of mine, a really good photographer named Craig Kempf, I'll throw his name out there. Uh, Go right him, ahead. And, him and I... Uh, we went to Pilgrim State to take photos, and we'll always, like, bring a mask, you know. We'll bring some mask and, like, a two-headed baby doll or something with us. And, uh, <laughs> nice. And, uh, which is always in the car. And The doll's always in the car? We, uh, sometimes, <laughs> I, put, sometimes yeah. I put the seatbelt on it, too, just so in case I walk outside, people look in the back. But, that's uh, all right. Keep people on their toes. And yeah. uh, we went to, to Pilgrim one day, and we took these, these cool shots, and, like, the next day or maybe the day after that, the news broke that uh, they found like five or six bodies, like right Whoa, when we were shooting the wow. M14 and everything. Like, and we were just like, "Well, well, let's let's focus on Kings Park for a little while yeah, now, and wow. not as much." And that's where they were finding a whole bunch of kids that you know one of the gangs were uh, burying there. Whoa! And, uh, wow. How long ago was that? Last maybe a year or two ago. Not wow. even. You know the, the whole MS13 thing now. Yeah. And, uh, but. Uh, I love like there's a the tuberculosis hospital I think is in uh, Plainview that closed and that sounds fucking you know, tasty. And then no, oh, there was a lot of really cool like urban exploration stuff and I love. And the funny thing <laughs> is, you'll be walking around, you sneak in because I like to. I want to sneak in. I don't want to just shoot the outside. And you'll sneak in and you'll be going down the corner and like you're all by yourself and all of a sudden there's like three other people in there. Oh, how you doing? That's and, weird. And like, oh That's okay, weird. like you know how do you like I didn't even, but but. One time, I was shooting by myself, and I was out in the courtyard in the back of one of the buildings, and all of a sudden, I heard voices, and I looked up, and there was someone up on the roof, 
and someone threw a piece of cement about two feet and I saw this thing come down and it landed like a foot away from me. I said, all right, I'm done here. Wow. Really? I'm going home. And like, Crazy shit. I mean, it was a bunch of kids, whatever it was, but, uh, you know, it's Just, still fun. But, yeah. but I don't want to get hit by falling debris. No. <laughs> On purpose, like. Yeah. I still like shooting a lot of nature stuff. Uh, just going camping and oh, right hanging on. out in the woods, taking animals? pictures of trees, animals. Taking pictures of trees? Yeah. Sell them to black metal bands. I was just yeah. Say, yeah. Black metal. Black metal. <laughs> <laughs> they love nature. Cult, cult <laughs> trees. Yeah. yeah. Cult trees. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Tumblr witches. No leaves. You can't have leaves on. Tum- Tumblr can't. witch babes in Brooklyn love buying photos like that. Was there like a show that either of you guys like? Like, made you say, like, I gotta start shooting more shows? Like, was there, like, what was that moment that, like, I just interested? Because I, I kind of know, I don't even know if I know what mine was, but. Um, well, what was the show for you that really, uh. That's not, that's not why I'm saying that. I was, I was actually think, <laughs> thinking about it in my head, because I was thinking about when I took down, um, I remember taking down, like, a Michael Jackson poster and putting up Motley Crue and just being like, I can't believe somebody was there for this, you know, like, right. like, yeah. I, like that's how I thought of that picture. Shout like, out to the devil. Oh, <laughs> F yes, there was that error. And, and I'm like, and F yes. <laughs> I know, I sound like such a jabroni. <laughs> 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 you know, like, F yes. Um, but, uh, but like, like, uh, no, it's just like Nikki and Tommy and I was just like, someone was in that room. Like, right, right, that is right. so fucking cool, right, you know? Right, right. And I was just thinking that like in my head as, as, as that's what caused me to ask, I guess. I'm mm-hmm. sure I have a show, but no, yeah. or an artist. In other words, right. was it was it Motley Crue? Was it like, is that the band mm-hmm. that kind of drew you in? Or? Well, no, I, I mean, no, I mean, I, I was, I mean, God, I think it was pictures of like just bands in general, and like, and I had a Cindy Crawford wall, by the way, I had a mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford wall, and all these pictures, I was like someone's there like how or else i wouldn't see it right yeah, like right. i want to be the guy that's there mm. you know especially with cindy like crawford that. f yes that was like a serious <laughs> one you saw the look on his and face i remember like he spencer, meant that shit i remember like spencer's gifts and all that shit and you buy like the posters of the models and they always put out they were put out by uh funky it was a company oh, called yeah? Funky. and and yeah so a little it looked like it was written in crayon it said funky and i remember marco glaviano <laughs> yeah right marco glaviano the photographer on so many of those Cindy Crawford posters. Interesting. Um, Rachel Hunter, who I loved, like that that great era, you know, wow. like the that real late era, right? Like, like late eighties, late eighties yeah. and early nineties, that like mm. like Herb Ritz, you know, type mm. photo era. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess then I started going to like more shows, mm. and I would bring disposables. I think it was actually like Manson at the Stone Pony, and I was okay. like, this guy's gonna be around, and mm. I want to like. Mm. Save that, like you know. Oh, like I have gotcha. all these pictures, like from the pony, like mm. just like Manson shows and shit. And mm-hmm. how old were you uh, at this point when you really started to? Like seventeen, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You guys, um, you know, you, you mentioned uh, what was this guy's name that did all the the funky posters? Oh, Marco Glaviano. Marco like, Glaviano. Yeah. Is he is he someone you cite as an inspiration in your work or? No, I cite the models as the inspiration. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> but, there you go. But, uh, I mean, but, you guys have any? You he have? just said it. he I was mean, just he was in the room. Right. I mean, it was. Them. I mean, they were basically. I mean, they were all basically the same poster. It was right. like a seamless yeah. with with the model you know right, right, right. um windblown hair or something cheesy and and i mean, i'm not cheesy at the time you know right. we look back and that it was, was just of the time you know mm-hmm. um but uh yeah that era there were ones that were definitely like 
mm-hmm. um, inspirations uh, mm-hmm. are Brits and a lot of like black and white type guys. Any any uh, photography sort of heroes or or you know photographers you look up to or or you know what I mean like as a guitar player it's like you know you have your influences any influences on your style or more more movies I'd really? say than, oh, interesting. Than, uh, than any photographer but I could tell you that um Mark Weiss Jersey guy ah, okay the, just the fact that and I'm from Jersey so it was like I'd see him at Birch Hill and mm-hmm. that whole like thing is like oh there he is again I'm like this guy's always there right I you know? and so I like yeah I just want so to. his sort of his like his work ethic and his uh passion for it was was something that yeah and then he got, got to know people and he became a guy that you know people would call and mm-hmm. he was getting the crew and Ozzy and all that great shit mm-hmm. and I got to know him a little bit and that was cool cool yeah. man yeah. Cool. So you, you don't have a, a, a moment that show? Oh, I, I do. I, well, for me, the, the two photographers come to mind uh, as what I would call like heroes and inspirations would be Bob Gruen, okay. uh, yeah. who is, to, to me, like, I mean, he just... And there was nothing like... Uh, like, what I loved about his style was he was there. It's like he was the guy that was there with the camera. Like, he was saying, like, when you look back at the early 70s... You know, the New York Dolls and the Ramones and Blondie and everybody, Iggy Pop. He was always the guy. He took the like the coolest shots. And he had... He took the shot of John Lennon with the New York City shirt on. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. You know, uh, he, so many famous shots. Debbie Harry standing next to, like, the car that's turned over. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just, like... And I still see him uh, every now and then at shows. And the coolest thing... Uh, Two summers ago, they had the Ramones exhibit at the Queens Museum. Mm-hmm. And there's one wall that had all of these pictures that were all his. Okay. You know, he's taken so many shots that you definitely have seen. And I was standing there looking at the pictures, and I turned around, and he's standing right next to me with his girlfriend looking at the same pictures. Wow. Wow. And, and I've met him a number of times over the years and just said hello, shook his hand. And, like, he actually is one of the people that really... I get like starstruck sometimes mm. because I think the guy has just done some incredible things. And another photographer uh, is named Charles Peterson. Okay. And what you were talking about sharpness before, Charles Peterson was the the Seattle photographer through the whole like the grunge era. Okay. You know, he did the cover of Soundgarden Louder Than Love. And wow. He had that kind of okay. motion style where you'd see like like microphones swinging and mm-hmm. and you know just as much like blur and grit as mm-hmm. there was clarity and mm-hmm. he just really made you feel like you were kind of in this kind of like you know the moment yeah mm-hmm. he shot like all the sub pop oh I, didn't he? Yeah. yes yeah. exactly and he's he's one of my favorites yeah, his work and, uh, is pretty classic mm-hmm. and he's still you know like if you f- see find him on on social media he'll post pictures like when chris cornell died he was posting pictures at no one had ever seen and like you're just like wow he was just there he just lived in the right place he was the guy with the camera when all these bands were exploding and he was there and he was there for all of it and wow. and I, I always love that because it's not necessarily like oh we hired a photographer it's like this is our friend mm-hmm. and he's the guy with the camera mm-hmm. and all this amazing things are happening and he was the documentarian mm-hmm. and I think that that's what I love about photographers and like when I reached out to Jimmy because the funny thing is 
He's in so many of my pictures through Dude. the years. Like, like we will we posted be- something like twelve years ago that oh, didn't yeah. know existed, and there I am. And he's like, "Oh, let me look," and then another one, and then another one. Oh, Limelight, yeah. nineteen ninety four. H two O sick of it all. There I am, and there oh, I am. God. It's like this and guy he's saying, has pictures you, of me all. Were you at this show? And I'll say, "Oh yeah, let me look." Here you are. <laughs> and then like yeah. everything. And and he's always and not only is he always there, but he's right in the thick of it, right up front, like where the bodies are flying, and you'll just see him. You know, like with the war face on. Yeah. You know, and and that's what makes it fun because there are certain people you'll know you'll always see at shows, and it's kind of nice to go back and go, wow, like I didn't even know him. This is like twelve years before I met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there I am. Yeah. Right in the middle of Terminal Five during a terrorist set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. Before I forget, Roxanne Lowett and Ellen Von Unworth. Those are actually two real photographic. Inspirations. Uh, look, look, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> that wasn't convincing. Look, look, look them up. Look them up if, if if you don't know who they are. Roxanne Lowett and um and Ellen Von Unworth. Uh, they're phenomenal. But it's funny. I was uh, a a uh, uh, an extra, whatever, on one of Roxanne's shoots like 15 years ago or something. I don't remember how I got on it. But then there was uh all these guys. We had to dress like in suits or tuxes or something. I forget. And we were like fake paparazzi for some shoot of hers. Okay. And one of the guys there, I'm like. What's his name? Shaka, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like from Bern, and mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa! And, like, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I'm being an extra today. I'm like, that's so cool. Me too. You know, like you know, I used to see Orange Nine all the time. Yeah, yeah. With like quicksand and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was cool to see this guy in that element because mm-hmm. she was like fashion and society photographer mm-hmm. type. You know, interesting, interesting. Yeah. What about you? I in high school was smarter than everyone. No, uh, <laughs> I just kind of dipped out. I got bored. Like I grew up outside of Detroit mm-hmm. suburb. Tulane, Michigan, uh, home of Domino's, and mm. we built the Enola Gay. Fun facts, history. Oh, shit. Um, so you brought you pizza, and we blew up Japan. Yeah, nice. Sorry, sorry Japan. Um, <laughs> I just got bored. Like I, you know, the environment I grew up in was just kind of stagnant, and I ended up lucking out and taking a photo class at the local community college in my town, and just kind of fell in love with with being in the dark room and being able to capture people's souls. Mm. Um, and at that time, you know, like punk rock, hardcore, black flag stuff, getting into Glenn Friedman and kind of, you know, I got the fuck you heroes book and just kind of immerse myself in that. And, um, yeah, he's another, one. you, you kind of can't deny his influence. Yeah, on Glenn Friedman, yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever (laughs) uh yeah so that kind of started me and then i just started taking a camera to shows in detroit and had a couple friends that played in bands and just started documenting that just 20 years later Mm -hmm. still doing it is anybody in particular that that like like steve was asking like steve asked me before the cameras before the cameras before the mics were on like if there's somebody that I would love to get on the podcast, like right. my top-notch guy, and for a minute there, it was it was Lou from Sick of It All. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite band, great guy, and all that. So I don't know. I don't, I would have to think about it. But like, is there a certain particular band that you haven't shot yet? But if you did, you'd be like, I'm kind of good now. This is John from the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. My band Candiria will be headlining a very special Blacklight Media Showcase at the Gramercy Theater on Thursday, March 8th in New York City. We have a very special set of music planned for this event featuring songs from our sophomore album, Beyond Reasonable Doubt. Some of these songs have never once been performed live, and you can see it all Thursday, March 8th at the Gramercy Theater. You can find tickets for this special event at concerts1.livenation.com 
or mercuryeastpresents.com slash thegramercytheater. Please don't tell me like something like fucking Metallica. No. <laughs> Why would that be wrong? Uh, it wouldn't be it wrong. No, it wouldn't be wrong, but it's like I'm right already with the Metallica. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, if you want to take pictures of laws all day long, have a ball. As long as it fulfills your little Metallica your finally. creative, if it quenches your creative fucking thirst, and that well, would be your pinnacle, then have at it. All right, so well, you could maybe if we look at the question like not live, but like shoot for. So like, what if you're doing the album cover or something? You know, it's like well, that's of so, course, yeah. Like that's. But do you want like, your work associated with new Metallica? It's fucking, you know what, Metallica's fucking Metallica, and they're yeah. Metallica for a reason. Like, yeah. I don't enjoy the new stuff. Actually, the last album was so bad, but I don't re-listen to it. I checked it out, I was like, oh, that's not so bad, and I didn't go back. Right. But, but, <laughs> but you know, when they play live, like, they know why you're there. And of they course. know what they did. Yeah. And they go on, and they be fucking Metallica. Mm -hmm. You know? It's yeah. like, I can't knock it. I yeah, I mean, it. I get you. I get you, man. They're yeah. fucking, you know, biggest metal band in the world. I mean, one yeah. of the biggest bands in the fucking world. Yeah, yeah. The, the biggest metal band to ever exist. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I'm going to, no matter what anyone says, uh, Metallica's undeniable to me in regards to what they've done. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not knocking them on I, that. I'm I not knocking what they I know where I was. Uh, you know, I mean, I saw them back at Lemoore with uh, you know with Armored Saint and Wasp on the Ride the Lightning tours is probably the first time I saw them that and, probably ruled and they were unstoppable and they're still unstoppable yeah. live you mm. know and people you know bring that whole I mean you know the St. Anger thing and, I'm at the and, anger and all you that are. but <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure when it comes to what and, and I think right now they're back where they belong I think their last two records have been really solid mm -hmm. didn't listen and I think uh if you know, if Candiria got the phone call tomorrow, listen, we want you to to support us for the this tour. You would be, hell yes, oh my god, oh yeah, you would have to and be fucking yes. stupid. If you yes, the other thing is is that they they are actually like I've shot them a few times live. The funny thing, the last time I shot them, the photo pass they gave me the sticker covered was like. No, really? like, yeah, the shit. size of like, like a you're running track. Wreck. Like literally like here, like, like, like much well at a target. <laughs> Battle on my but, uh, <laughs> but they're actually they're actually fun to shoot and although the lights were really dark for the first three songs, it they, 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 it was like they was messing with you. Like yeah. like yeah, you could shoot the first three and the first three songs were really dark, so mm. you were kinda doing with the best you could. Wow. But uh but is that something that that like bands will do intentionally if there's I a situation like that, do that where like the, you get to shoot the first three songs, which yeah. is which was which is pretty standard, that's pretty like standard. even yeah, that's usually and, the, the yeah. You shoot the first three, yeah. like even with Warp Tour, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So who's the band that would be your pinnacle? That's a good question. I don't have one. I have do a they genre. have to still have exist now? Or could it be could a band be, that's no, no longer? Whatever like, you want, man. Whatever you want. One that would be like. That's that fucking, I wish that, I like, shot. That, like at the end of that fucking shoot or whatever it is, you're gonna be like, "That's gonna be fucking hard to top." Mm -hmm. I would have to agree with him, and it would, I would go genre by genre. I would have to say, in each genre, I would have a band. Ah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if we were gonna go fantasy, <laughs> exactly, I would go, fantasy photo. This I would good. go Thin Lizzy. Really? Oh, an interesting choice. Yeah, for me, for me, for uh, photograph and for line up. Mm. For uh, hardcore, would be minor threat. I think for me to have to have shot. Wow. Okay. And because uh, that was just I was just a little too young. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was too young. Never seen them. Although my first show that I think I ever snuck a camera into was uh, Iron Maiden. It was like eighty one, eighty two. No. Yeah. That's really and, cool. Uh, eighty one, eighty two. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. I was like, and that was with Paul singing. I was like, uh, it was right when, no, it was right when Bruce joined. So it was... Uh, That's 83 then. In fact, uh, it was Maiden, Maiden and Priest, I think it was, mm. and uh, which was unbelievable. It was, it was Number of the Beast Screaming for Vengeance, which was wow. ridiculous. Have you guys listened <laughs> yeah, to the new Priest sweet. singles? Oh, it's, no, I think I it's great. It's oh, so good. Is it? Yeah. It's really? so good. It's like, What's that? Yeah, new priest. Yeah. yeah, on par with like painkiller. Really? Priest, yeah. Wow. It's fucking really good. Wow, man. Hey. Painkiller. Yeah. <laughs> pain, pain, killer, killer. All right, Rob. <laughs> I uh, you I get it. <laughs> Unleashed in the East was was the. I remember the moment that a friend of mine played that for me when Ooh. I was a kid, and I was like, unbelievable. That's still my favorite priest record. Dude, for me, the first four priest records. They're some of it's the some of the best Dude, metal Sad albums. Wings of Destiny is yeah. Sad Wings, Rockarola, Rockarola yeah. is to me the, I, I, that That's record so is unbelievable. Faster it's so cool. Than a no, it's gonna That's be a little later. I don't like any of that shit. I'm I'm not a big. I I, I got out of Priest like Stained Class was literally one of the first records I ever owned. Like I remember going to what the fuck was it? Um, Zigzags. Not Zigzag. What well, was the one in the malls? Um, uh, Sam, Goody. Sam Goody. Sam Goody. That's right. Goody's got it. That's right. That's I right. went to Sam Goody. <laughs> my dad. We went to the mall one day, and, and I was like, Dad. It's like twelve years I old. I got yoked mm-hmm. up by security in King's <laughs> Plaza for stealing Testament: The New Order. <laughs> Testament, <laughs> Testament, <laughs> Testament: The New I, Order. I got fucking hemmed up by security <laughs> for stealing the cassette tape. My favorite thrash band out of, outside of Metallica is Testament. Hell yeah, they're up there. They're, they're they've been, yeah. Their last great. few records were so good. Yeah, yeah. they were. Oh, yeah. Formation yeah. of Damnation was good. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah, that practice what you preach was phenomenal. Phenomenal record. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite folk thrash vocalists, yeah. you know. Iconic voice. He sings like he looks. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he you, you yeah. hear his voice and you imagine him looking just like he looks. I've yeah. lucked out and sh- photographed them a couple times. Yeah. 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 They're so good. I photographed Priest in 2008 when I first moved to New York with Dio Sabbath and Motorhead and Testament. Got there late, Miss Testament. Wow. But being able to like photograph Dio before he passed away, Lemmy mm. before he passed away... And just, you know, to piggyback back to the photo thing, it's like having that kind of archive of memories is like, you know, you can buy a shirt, it's cool, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I have a photo that I made of this moment, which is is like memorabilia that like, I'll, you know, I can share with other people, make you a print. That's your souvenir. That's like my souvenir. Mm -hmm. And I think collecting that is... Um, I it's really agree kind more. of a, it's, it's really totally addicting uh, to a certain degree, especially with stuff like that. I look back, you know, I mentioned typo negative earlier, and like people are starting to die mm-hmm. that I have so in my crazy. archive, and I, I think I'm probably a little probably it's the youngest sometimes. one in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to for- fortunately be able to photograph people that like I grew up listening to mm-hmm. that I couldn't go see, you know, when I was younger in the last. 20 years being able to document that stuff is like invaluable mm-hmm. yeah, man. you know just as a fan and I think at the end of the day it's like why are we here why are we doing this podcast because mm-hmm. it's fucking fun to do because we we're, we're fans of we're fans Every- of jams yeah, yeah. 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 fans of yo and I like stuff because we like stuff <laughs> especially if it's that's weird that's such a perfect yeah. way to look at it because you want that's your keepsake you know yeah. and I think now a lot of people with the phone cameras mm-hmm. 
Some people, they have the same idea, but they're just blasting away. It's with fucking the, so with their, annoying. How they over their head. I shoot in the phone. But then, it, <laughs> then it, it makes me think of this current Misfits reunion. Ugh. Where, you know, we have Glenn Danzig, who doesn't like to have his, take, his picture taken, apparently. Mm. Mm. And, and he you says know, no phones. Right, no mm. phones. But, so what happens if people try to sneak a camera in? They get jacked up. I I I heard that like they're on top of that shit. Oh, yeah. um, where people will get yanked out yeah. in a quick second. He has security dudes looking out for that. He did the the legacy thing. What and, a jerk uh, off move though. Stop it. Oh yeah. Go my cat litter and get over yourself. <laughs> can I uh can I just tell you the one show in my entire life I've ever been thrown out of? Was Danzig? See, really? and it was Dan. It was Danzig too. It was the Lucifuge tour at Roseland, which you used to have to sneak a camera into anyway. Yeah. The first two Danzig one. records are yeah. fucking great, though. Oh yeah, the fir- all the de- all the Def Jam stuff was great. The Def American, but I usually would go and I would sneak my camera in this old Canon Sure Shot Supreme I had, which was this great little camera. And I would blast a whole bunch of pictures away and then put it away. But this time I had a good spot. I was like as far away as Jimmy is, and. I said, I'll oh, take my time. I took two pictures. The second picture, all of a sudden I felt these two hands <laughs> under my arms. This guy picked me up like a rag doll, walked me around through the crowd. He was enormous. Through the crowd, without putting me down, my legs were kicking. And I was like, hey, man, come on, you know. <laughs> he kicked the doors open. And next thing you know, he just threw me out of the building. Wow. The doors shut. I was looking at the city. And I went, this isn't good. <laughs> and because I drove like four people to the show. Wow. <laughs> and I stood outside. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> and I had to walk around the front. And now I'm waiting. And the, the irony is, I made friends. I was out front talking to the security guys, because I had to wait for everybody. I only saw the first two songs of the show. I ended up making friends with all these security guards to the point where I never got frisked at Roseland again. Wow. Nice. Every time yeah. I'd go there, they'd be like, I hope you brought your camera. That's <laughs> awesome. And they were the cool, so and to have have for reason. years, yeah. exactly. Right. A good thing came out of it. And my friends all came out and they were like, oh, it was amazing, where were you? I'm like, it's a long story. <laughs> the funny thing is the two shots are both good shots. Cool. So nice. at the end of the day, See, it's like somebody yeah. like Lemmy, right? Mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody ever say anything bad about Lemmy. Nope. How cool he was. There's a reason why he was a legend. <laughs> well, I know. All right. 99.9% of people say that Lemmy, Lemmy was always awesome. But there's not too many people. I can't think of one person off the top of my head that ever told me that Glenn Danzig is fucking cool. Well, what I, I don't I'll tell you this. I heard all about the picture thing. And then um, my buddy Joe and I, we were uh, at House of Blues in L.A. before that closed and saw Danzig. And Joe's like, oh, my God, that's Danzig. We got to go take a picture with him. And <laughs> that's so, awesome. So I'm like, uh, all right. So Joe is like, he's 6'6". Um, and he, he goes around. And I'm watching from, like, across the balcony. We're on the mezzanine. And he's standing behind him. He's got his arm, like, fake around him. I don't think, like, Danzig noticed yet. Right. And he's like, Yo, get it, get it. You know, like, hand motioning. So then I see him talking to him. And uh, he came back, he's like, yeah, dude, he was awesome, go over. So I went over, I'm like, sup, man? I'm like, I'm from Jersey, can we get a picture? And he's like, yeah, okay. And then he, like, bumped, <laughs> and it took a selfie, and uh, it was rad. Nice. So I had a great experience. So you're yeah. part of the See 1% that? of See, people. So you're <laughs> 1%. All I've ever heard that he was a little bummed off. That's all I've ever heard. I was working. is that he was so, he was in such great shape. Mm. He oh, wasn't. In 92. Like, he wasn't. What do you Going care if people yet. taking your picture? You <laughs> yeah. looked like Wolverine at that point. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a good point. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't understand if you, especially if you're a guy that's 
known to be this intimidated presence, wouldn't you want your picture taken? Mm. And you're charging an arm and a leg. You're making you fucking the millions. That you're on stage. Yeah, it's you can create where you're on stage, but don't take my picture. Right, right I was working at Hammerstein probably about eight years ago, seven years ago, and he did one of the tours where they played Misfits and mm-hmm. Sam Hain songs. And the show was great, and I was working in the box office, brought my camera, and my girlfriend at the time had come to the show. I was hammered and was like, I'm, I'm gonna go fucking take pictures of Danzig. Fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah. And so like, no, is that fucked up that you have to be hammered and then you get it in your head like, yeah, I was like, I gotta do I'm it. Going now. I gotta do it. And like, I also I had like a working pass, so I could kind of go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I snuck up to the front of the stage and I got like one frame off. And the production manager was like, what are you doing? Oh. I was like, it's dancing. <laughs> Take a it's picture. Dancing over there. <laughs> He's like, put your camera away. And I see no. this just like gorilla of a dude just coming at me and I'm like oh shit uh, and so I just take my camera and I like handed it to my girlfriend at the time I was like run she's like why I was like just go and the dude came over he's like you fucking take pictures and I was like nah man does it look like I have a camera Whoa. And he's like there you go uh, I guess not good uh, good funny. for you nice. good uh, for you man. trick the gorilla yeah, yeah. <laughs> trick that gorilla nice. gave him a banana yeah, uh, of niceness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just, and I got like the one frame, and it was like, right. you know, nice. that's nice. good. See, that's I mean, it was in focus. The end of the day, you got a shot and a story. That's it. Hey, say, hey. I wish I had a camera for one. One of the times I saw Danzig, not the worst, pit, the worst pit I ever been in. Actually, that I avoided, got thrown in, and then ran the fuck out of it. Mm. Was uh, um, uh, Life of Agony and Madball at oh. City Gardens in Trenton. Oh, that was like 93 or something. Oh, so yeah. I, it's a wrap they, for you. I mean, oh, dude, it was ambulances, it was cops, the place was a nightmare. It was like a turf war between like Philly people and Jersey mm. people. It sucked. Um, great show, but the crowd sucked. Uh, but the most unexpected pit was Danzig. And it was Danzig at the Ritz. And it was before he went on, I forget who opened. And uh, Slayer came on over to PA. Oh shit! And place just went fucking nuts. Oh my god! I've never Everyone seen was fucking going. I had to break out to the PA a song yeah. that came on, <laughs> on the PA. All of a sudden, you heard Angel of Death, oh, and you heard like, like oh, that, that's the one. <laughs> Awesome. No, and the place was like, oh, and like, dude, it cleared out. Wow. It was insane. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, that's, that's the song that does it every time. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. And it's the first time I heard of Fear Factory, too. I saw someone with this FF, like, on a shirt because the dude was like, it's just coming at me. It's like, yeah. boom. And then I, like, then I heard, uh, then I heard Scapegoat, and I was like, oh, that's that logo I saw. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I never, I never, I never even been to a show where a pit breaks out over the PA, from the PA. First and last time for me. Really? Incredible. I don't think I've ever seen that, honestly. That rules. But I figure, you know what? Like, once again, people pay their money, they're there, there's a fucking group of people laying around, Slayer comes song, on. How a song connects. <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if it's gonna be one song, yeah. I would guess, you know, somebody told me, yo, a song came on on a PA system at this fucking show, and yeah. these people went nuts. What song was it? I'd be like, Slayer, Angel of Death. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably the one that came on. Um, yeah, that, that one just does it. Every, I remember that from like Sundance and Bayshore mm-hmm. that used to come on. Like that, and we gotta know. Yeah, we gotta know. That, that would be was another, another one where where people like all of a sudden it got a little tighter in there, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. things are about boom, to get bad. Boom, 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 and then you oh got my God. Yeah, it's fucking iconic. So, that intro. Do, do you know what's funny? You're talking about with the with the, with the security again. I I just remembered a, a funny thing happened to me. The limelight. 
Love that. Going back to the, the 90s, I went to see Tom Jones Ooh, at the limelight. Who, let me tell you something, is phenomenal live. I'm sure. He, and this was like 92 maybe, you know, he was doing like Hard to Handle, he had this great band, and a, you know, a bunch of us went, and I brought my camera, I always had my camera with me, and I took some pictures, and I had the flash, and this was another, like a big Olympus camera I had, and big limelight security guy grabbed me. And, and it was pushing me through the crowd. Mm. You know, like he, because he was pushing me to the side, so it was, it was packed. So he was behind me, pushing me, and as he's behind me, I rewound the film, took the roll of film out, and stuck another roll of film in the camera. Mm. And he got to the side, and he said, I want your film. So I put a whole big fight up. No, I'm not doing it. And rewind the film. So of course he... I said I hit rewind. You would hear it. He didn't hear it. Right. It was loud. Yeah. So I fine. I made a big stink, and I said fine here. You gave him fucking. Blank and I gave him the blank one, and yeah. he goes, "My mother thanks you for the pictures." Oh, oh what a oh, jerk off! Wow. So wow. Then, the next day, because I worked at a camera store at the time, I'm doing the pictures, and I'm like, I should go back to the limelight and go here. You know what? Give this to your mother for me. Whoa, yeah. That been but crazy. It, but it's true. This guy. Because was, you got you know, worked. <laughs> yeah. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> he, they had some huge bounces there at the time. Yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, ninety-two. I, my first concert was in ninety-two. You've seen like a decade of amazing shows already before. I'm, well, how old are you? Forty-one. I'm forty-nine. So okay. yeah, I've been. I've been. I mean, I. I just been always been going. My brother started taking me to shows super early and. Mm. We used to go see, you know, ECDC and every Ozzy and everybody, and and then, you know, like I got into hardcore with, you know, at the same time with other friends, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, and I just always had a camera. What was your just, first show? My first hardcore show. The first show. Oh, my first, first show, show ever. ever was the Kinks at the Nassau Coliseum. Wow, awesome. very cool. And it was great, and it mm -hmm. was great, and uh, you know, and like the, the Stray Cats, yeah. you know, and. Uh, First hardcore show was probably uh, Dag Nasty oh, wow. at a place I think it was called Northern Lights on Long Island somewhere. Mm. Okay, yeah. Northern, and, Northern Lights is in uh, upstate. Well, no, this was like a bar, oh, like oh, a right. tiny place. <laughs> like it was. In fact, they were supposed to play one place. We were just talking about this. Me and my my uh, friend were just talking about this. They're supposed to play one place. Mm -hmm. We show up and there's like a piece of paper on the door. The show has moved. Mm -hmm. So we went to the other place and it was only like. 20, 30 people there. Really? Like, sit, half of them, like, sitting down, like, on the floor watching. It was great. You know, mm. young Brian Baker and everything. And uh, and uh, my first, uh, my uh, after that, it was Fear at CBGB's. Oh, very good. Oh, cool. that rules. And that was nuts. That, mm. was, that, was, uh, that was a big one for me. And mm. uh, But I just, and I think hardcore is just the most fun to take pictures of because... You know how you get the first three, you know, Flash? Right. It's hardcore, the most, they, it's the hardcore most they usually don't care. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, and it's the most interactive with the crowd. There's no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know what it is? Because I think first three, people want to be pretty still, and they don't want to be as yeah, sweaty. Sure. You know? Hardcore, you want the sweat and the blood and, yeah. you know, and all of that. And I yeah. think that's what's so, you know, what I love about it, yeah. you know? And those pictures are always, like, half the time the crowd faces are just as good as the faces on stage. Oh, yeah. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you have these kids that are having these these primal moments and he's always one of those kids you Yo, know there's the pictures, pictures of me you know? it looks like I look like a fucking cartoon character like all yeah. mangled uh, yeah. like all <laughs> fucked up faces yeah there's a lot of them and those are great that's what I love yeah. about it mm -hmm. Nathaniel what was your what was your uh, first ever show I don't know. With with oh my God. Oh, no. With the no, I was trying thinking the, about that. No, your first show ever. Without your camera, whatever. If you stumbled upon whatever. First concert, yeah. First concert. Show. show. I don't say concert. Can't I, do it. I go with show. 
Uh, yeah, so. you say so. Yeah, I say so. I mean, it depends. I say it when it's in like a major yeah, venue. Yeah, if it's a fucking it arena. It's Madison a concert, Square Garden. Yeah. It's, it's still a show you know? to me. Huh? It's all a show. It's all a yeah. show. <laughs> the world. You don't remember the first one? I don't know, dude. Really? We'll come back. Were you born in the show? I was born in the photo pit. I was born in the Born in the photo pit. Came out of a porta potty. Crawled out. Right. He came out of Rule 36. What was your first, first show ever? Britney was, Spears. No, that, that would, would be rule. fucking great. Thank you. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> no, like by, no, that'd be great. I want to see her. She's coming to AC. I already looked it up. Yeah. She's in Atlantic City. I am fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. I, te- I fucking kid you not. I, I love I, Terry's. Terry's I'm down. I love Terry's that a fan shit. of all music. I love music. that shit. So good. Um, so I don't know. If but, it's so good. Maybe. Dude. All right. But have a Oh, dude, just go have fun, man. Have fun. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Live your life. Um, <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm all about. I'm fucking breaking your chops. First show. It was then called the Paramount. Okay. Now the theater at Madison Square yep. Garden. Okay. Right. Felt um, form. Uh, yeah. Skid Row, Slave to the Grind, Pantera, Pantera opening. opening. Yep. Wow. That's that. Fucking wow. phenomenal. Wow. My second show ever. That uh, the second leg of the tour when they came back. Monkey wow. business. <laughs> Monkey business. <laughs> oh shit. But Dave the Snake Sabo. <laughs> Dave the Snake Sable was my neighbor in Jersey, four houses away, so gave me tickets. Mm-hmm. And, oh, nice. Um, yeah, and he's, I think he still manages Phil Ensemble, because he manages mm-hmm. Down and... Mm-hmm. To, he married know. a friend of mine, actually. Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, a girl named Tina, and uh, he's, like, a really nice guy. I met him a couple mm-hmm. of times through her, yeah. and she's a girl that I photographed, uh, you know, a number of times. That's how I became friendly with her, and, uh, and that's her husband now. Yeah, really cool guy, man. I remember one time I was in LA, and it was like, God, 2000 or something like that. And my friend was at, uh, my friend Ellen was at the Cat and the Fiddle, and she's like, uh, Yo, come here. Like, there's, um, I'm sitting next to a guy from Skid Row, and his name is Snake or something. I'm <laughs> like, Oh, cool. Like, I'll be right there. So, um, He's like, he's, you know, I go over, he stands up, he's like, hey, man, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Snake or whatever. And <laughs> I was like, cool, man. I'm Terry Matlin, four houses away, Retail Road. He's like, holy shit, how are your parents? <laughs> and he gave me a hug. Oh, he's like, you grew up. Oh, I'm that's like, yeah, funny. dude. That's fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Funny. <laughs> Super funny. That's good shit. That's I funny. have a question for both of you guys. Is uh, in, in this age of social media now. Um, Hate it. Pictures. <laughs> Uh, have you ever had your, seen your pictures uh, anywhere else? In other words, if you've yeah, seen it the reposted and credited or not credited and things like that, like I find that a lot of times it's cool when people use, like I'll see I'll see somebody they'll use a picture and they'll they'll repost that it was mine. Yeah. Or they'll, I try my best when mm-hmm. I do. I try my best unless I don't know who took the picture. What? Right. No. What? It doesn't matter if you know him but or not. It's their work. No, not personally. Like, if there's a picture and I don't know who the photographer is, oh. who the fuck am I going to credit? I think I'm like, like, Terry, no. I don't know. Who the fuck is Terry? Not personally. <laughs> Terry, not personally. Just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know him? Like the bad guy. Some <laughs> people forget. Like, some people will use your work and you know them mm-hmm. and they'll forget to say that mm-hmm. it was your picture. That's when they get a text. And Exactly. Or I'll just see it on Instagram and I'll go, hey, that, I took that picture. Yeah. yeah you know, whatever. And uh, when, like, I think it's it's cool to see people repost, especially with your name, mm-hmm. because that's why I put it out there. Like, right. you know what? I think it's great. And, you know, if I shoot a show and like I shot like a Danny Diablo show and he reposted, I love that because right. those guys yeah. always give credit and they're like the best people. Mm-hmm. And uh, but every now and then you'll someone will post it and you go, hey, man, I took that picture. No, you didn't. Mm. 
So then I'll find the full frame shot, not the crap. I'll be like, yes, I did. Yeah. You know, and you know, and they'll be cool about it. Sometimes they'll take it down and repost it with my name because I don't right. mind them using it. Right. As long as they give put my name on. Yeah. It. Right. And yeah. then I. That's why I try to watermark whenever possible. Like if I post it on anything like that. But so uh, that happened to me for uh, at a university where um, there was a speech that like like a like a, a guest talker and um, they put up her photo and it's just like you know it's, it's an advertisement. Like it's advertising. Yeah. yeah. You get credit, you know? Yeah, sure. So I, I wrote to the university it's right away and it's fixed the next day. Oh, fun. Yeah. To fuck your yeah. art, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've run into that a lot over the years and I kind of pick and choose my battles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Generally, yeah, I'll hit somebody else. Yeah, generally, I'll hit people up and be like, hey, I took that. Just give me credit. Yeah. I ran into about three or four years ago. Um, I had shot goat whore for like decibel Mm -hmm. or somebody like, you know, it was like portraits, Mm -hmm. uh, group shots. And somebody had taken the photos, scanned them and made prints and forged your signatures and were selling them on eBay for like 80 bucks. Wow. First. That's a scumbag. Who the fuck's going to buy a goat whore autographed photo for 80 bucks? That's Mm -hmm. unacceptable. Let alone like I hit them up and I was like, I took that picture. This was unauthorized. Like take that shit down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see, that, didn't that, take that's it crossing down. the line. Didn't take it down. I was like, there's no way you would have had access to these pictures. They were only published in this magazine. They were yep. like, oh, fuck you. I can do what I want. The band signed them. I was like, no, they didn't. I've known those dudes for years. Called them and was like, hey, did you do this? They were like, no. Mm-hmm. Why? What's up? Got them involved. Had a lawyer send like a cease wow. and desist. Really? And it was just like, it's a fucking headache. Yeah. fucking yeah. eBay, dude. It's yeah. like, yeah. Were you with energy. the Goodwill Show at Vitus the last time I came around? Yeah. With uh, Venom Inc. I was not at that one. I was at that at Grammar but That I've, was so good. Yeah, they're always good. They're like mm-hmm. the I best, love Gold. They're, they're the they best are, dudes in the world. Mm-hmm. Such a, and that's um, a great band to shoot. Yeah, yeah, Live. they're fun. Yeah. Sammy's probably like my favorite person. There's to something put in front really of the special about mm-hmm. that band. I think that they're he's just a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're excellent, they're, and they're yeah. really, that was the first time I actually met them. Was at yeah. that show mm-hmm. because I've best. seen them a bunch of times, and I just guy got, got there a little bit early, mm-hmm. and they turned out to be some of the nicest people. Yeah, they're and, great. Everybody from New Orleans, yeah. like that whole scene of, of people, I've been fortunate to like document for. Which one of you guys are going to go to Gramercy Theater on March eighth to shoot this guy Johnny Candaria and oh, the other guys? I think I'm here. I think I'm going to come. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's what we do. Yeah. You coming? I think so. Awesome. I was talking to Mark Shapiro about oh, last sweet. night. March 8th. We were hanging Thursday. out. Sweet. I want to go. Trying. Uh, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> hey, man. Listen. Yo, you're going to get his photo <laughs> we'll passes? Uh, That's it. We'll all be in the, we'll <laughs> be in the pit. Yeah. I we need photographers there. Hey. You're welcome, Johnny. Hey, man. Thanks. Anytime. I actually wanted to ask you guys You're not it, but the fucking ask. We'll, we'll talk it's about it. It's a good lineup. Yeah, yeah, it is a good lineup. It's a good lineup. I mean, it's it's eclectic. It's different for us. Yeah. I mean, but whatever. It's for Chris Santos. It's his new label, right. and uh, he's you know really responsible for a lot of the activity. Candiria, you know, our our connection with Metal Blade is really it started with him, and uh, so when he asked us to to do it, it was like a no brainer for us. And the bands are really cool and interesting. Goes is a really good new band. You're headlining, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so it'll be a fun night. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> of course, Charles, I never would. Of course. <laughs> no, uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, like, um, obviously, I mean, it's all passion. You know, you guys are extremely passionate artists and, and photographers, but how much of it is is mainly passion and how much of what your work is sort of like helps pay the bills or pays the bills? You know what I mean? Are you guys like 
doing professional work a lot or is it really you're just taking photos and, and just being an artist and that's your sort of uh, contribution to the music scene and all that shit that was a well thought out question <laughs> that is Johnny that's Candy a really area. good question <laughs> and impressed I, buddy I uh, I have by, you know by by I have by day I work for the railroad <laughs> okay so but for years uh, I was working for a couple of different agencies I worked for I got hooked up with a couple of photo agencies uh, going back you know 10 12 years ago and so there was a time when I was out I would work eight to four and go into and be shooting in the city five six nights a week and I said yes to everything because mm. I was just so like, wow, I get to shoot this. And I was shooting Diana Ross and Andrea mm. Bocelli and all this stuff. Wow. And like, just because why not have that in my archive? And yeah. But then what started happening is I realized a lot of these, are industry, these people didn't really want to pay you as fast as you should be getting paid. Right. right. And so what I started doing is I'd say, okay, I'm going to give up shooting this. I'll say, okay, fine. You know what? You can shoot Dave Matthews, but I'm going to shoot Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Like I'll take the things or I'll, I would shoot the things that they maybe really didn't want as much because I enjoyed the music more and and now I just pick and choose and I, I uh, do more like freelance. I, I made connections here and there to shoot whoever but uh, I would say for me it's like 70-30. I mean I, I the money, my main income is, is my other job and that's my health insurance and all that kind of stuff. It enables me to just do the things I'm passionate about. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to have a camera with me anyway, mm-hmm. you know. And the cool thing is over the years, the archive that I have, that I have, you know, I've worked with a number of art, of uh, writers and artists and in the last few years had a, a bunch of stuff show up in different books and things where it's kind of cool when stuff you shot as a teenager or as in your, you know, before you ever even in the business is now getting published. Yeah. So yeah. that's, and that's a really cool thing. And like I had a funny thing, I had a chemistry professor contact me uh, and I have an Iron Maiden photo in a chemistry textbook in a chapter about the chemicals that make up pyrotechnics. Mm. So I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, like that's something I never would have had before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I, I wish that that's what I was able to make a living and Mm. just do photography. But I know, I know guys that do that, but I don't want to shoot, you know, weddings and corporate events and things like that. Mm And, and, um, I shot like three weddings in my life and two of them ended in divorce like really quick. <laughs> so I'm, I'm bad luck as a wedding photographer. Uh, Do you say take a picture that'll last longer? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the one the one wedding I brought the, the wedding album to the to the bride a, a few weeks later and she was like, I probably won't ever even open this. Mm-hmm. Like it was sad. already done. Wow. What about you, wow. Daniel? Um just to piggyback real quick, uh-huh. I'm gonna go with the Isley brothers. Oh yeah? It's like dream. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, right, right on, right on. That's pretty cool. As also, like, a huge influence mm. from being a kid. Uh, okay. It just popped in my head. Wow, that's awesome. Um, Say Isley Brothers when this is done. I have a story for you. Okay. Okay. Love it. All right. <laughs> uh, does it involve R. Kelly? No. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Fine. I'll still listen to your story. Uh, I... Do a fair amount of freelance work, editorial, magazine stuff, corporate stuff. It's a hard hustle, mm-hmm. especially like in the transition of the last 15 years into digital, weeding through, and I'm sure 
you can relate John like navigating the music industry mm-hmm. of yeah. like there's a lot of money in weird pockets but accessing that mm-hmm. and like competing to get to that point where you're uh, financially stable off of your craft is hard um, I still yet have not gotten to that point mm-hmm. work but do you find if, if two you- bars to like pay rent um and that supplements me being able to play music and do photo stuff and like those sure. you know are two two artistic endeavors that like I'm never gonna get rid of even if I sure. get burnt out on the hustle game. Do you find if point. you if you do hustle though that you can sort of? You can. It's just also like I don't know. It's a it's, it's a weird. It's just not it's, worth it for you at some time. Sometimes it's not. You know, there's. Unfortunately, again, with the progression of technology, the oversaturation of everybody has an iPhone. Yeah. Everybody's got a cousin that, like, has a camera that they got for Christmas. Yeah. You know, I mean, with a handful of shoots I've done with bands for labels that I won't mention, um, I've had to come in and clean up. Mm. And reshoot things at like a really low budget because they blew their load on like somebody that didn't know what they were doing and then can't afford to pay me. And I'm like, well, I'm also not in a position if I've got a couple hours to turn Mm -hmm. down, Mm -hmm. even if it's just a couple hundred bucks, like a couple hundred bucks that I don't have. So like, just go do it, bang it out. Right. Um, It would, and it's it's frustrating like being in that position, but also I don't really like doing anything else mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. it's the only thing i've ever really cared about mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we we um i i think it's when i first met you was that right. the first time we met when when you yeah shot i think the, uh, a couple years ago yeah we did the pr- promo videos for the new candiria album nathaniel shot the promo video the promo photos for that sorry mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great, it was a great shoot. It was awesome. I mean, everybody was so laid back, and it's Luca like was there. 120 degrees it outside. It was so fucking was hot. Say, those, those outside shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, was so hot. yeah it was great. It was a great. It was really cool. A really cool. Um, the, it was so fucking hot. Yeah. And at the end of it, we were on the roof, and it mm. was it it was like a fucking million degrees on that mm-hmm. roof. But the label wanted to get certain shots of like, they wanted the skyline in the background because of the concept, this whole concept thing that we had going on. And, um, you know, those shots, it's really the only, still the album's been out since, uh, October 16th, uh, October, 2016. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we still use those photos right. to this day. So a testament to your work, my friend. And it's cool. Like being able to make those connections over the mm-hmm. years, I'm sure like everybody can relate. It's like we met because mm-hmm. of my relationship with metal blade and shooting mm-hmm. for them for years. You guys are on that label. And like we had, you know, I was familiar with Candiria mm-hmm. before, um, I knew your music, but being able to walk into that situation, which is always intimidating, because it's like, uh, like a lot of people don't want to be photographed. Yeah. And they're like, wow, it's yeah. fucking hot. Yeah, oh, totally. And we had, like, honestly, like, one of the most fun Yeah, days. it was fun. It was fun. I would say up there, and this is kind of a weird one, Earth Crisis did when they, Metal Blade, put out their record in 2008 or nine, doing group shots with them. They're, like, the most fun dudes. Yeah. That oh, I great. did not expect to, like, uh-huh. enjoy spending time with. Yeah. Just hilarious fucking dudes. Because yeah. they're yeah, older nice at this point. Yeah, and, sure. like, we shot at this weird <laughs> hippie loft in Williamsburg mm-hmm. that was just, like, taxidermy and cross-punk smoking weed. <laughs> so hanging out, you know, like, trying to get them to be like, oh, let's go take pictures of next to these deer 
your heads, you know, <laughs> so you can use it for a PETA ad. Uh, it was hilarious, and they were like, whatever, dude, we don't care, we're adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah You sure. know, That'd like, the whole militant shit was so old, but it was just, like, this fun day of, like, getting to know these people right. and, and establishing new relationships. That's why I'm sitting here with you guys today, because yeah. mm-hmm. we had just such a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it makes my job easier. It makes mm-hmm. everybody's job easier when, you know, you come in. So back to Danzig. Fuck Danzig. She doesn't. <laughs> simply for the fact that it's like for an industry powerhouse that he is, I think he's forgotten over the years, maybe because the ego money, like who was there shooting the misfits? Mm. 35, yeah. 40 years ago, their imagery, which has now influenced everybody iconic. in the fucking world, is iconic. Yeah. Wouldn't exist. Those yeah. pictures wouldn't, or like that, them playing, like wouldn't exist if it wasn't for us documenting that. Exactly. And it's always interesting to me the people that don't have egos and like understand the, the mutual relationship. Sure. That you have being a musician, since we're specifically talking about that in relation to like people capturing that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, such an important part of, of what we do now as a musician. It's yeah. like oh, you guys yeah. are like, you guys are making us fucking look good. Right. I, I, over <laughs> the years, that kind yeah. of, I kind of really like shooting rap and hip hop because oh, there's an air of presentation, Hell and yeah. ego, mm-hmm. and well, imagery yeah. that they're presenting. Yeah. They want to be photographed. They want to yeah. show off oh, for yeah. the camera, and it makes it more fun for me. Mm-hmm. And there's like less, like, fuck you, get out of my face, yeah. right, right. versus dozens of experience, unpleasant experiences I've had with people getting in fights. Mm-hmm. Fuck, converge. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one of them, like, <laughs> like I'll throw that fuck. dude under the bus. Like, I, we, throwing punches with the homie from Converge because I'm taking his picture like eat a dick dude mm-hmm. wow, you know like so appreciate the fact that people give a shit about right. their band still yeah. or they're the document I get in 2018 there's so many people with digital cameras and there's right. more of it than there was when I started 20 years ago you when should you be guys worried started. when they don't want to take your picture yeah, yeah. that's the way that, I look yeah, at it yeah. Yeah. that's a that's fantastic where, you know point mm-hmm. that's when you um, start to go oh I guess they don't care about us anymore. Right, right. Maybe it's something we're doing, you right. know. And it and it sucks when that negativity comes across because it's like, well, I want to appreciate you for what you do, but like, let me do my job. Right. You do you jo- your job, and like, mm-hmm. just worry about what you're yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I get kicked in the face, I get kicked in the face. It's happened. Right. Right. What, what, what hip hop artists have you have you have you shot? Um, I used when before I moved here. I love uh, a lot of underground hip hop. Yeah, before I moved here, uh, there was a place called the Blind Pig in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that used to book a lot of hip hop shows. It's like Redman, Clips, mm. Dell. Um, God, what else did I shoot the clips? there? DJ Clips. The Clips. Oh, the Clips. Clips. <laughs> I'm not um, the Clips. <laughs> the only Clips. I shot Wu Tang of who showed up a couple years ago out of a festival. Nas. I mean, like, there's, nice. it, but nice. it's like that relationship of just showmanship and like, yeah, wanting. It's a different, col- it's it's really different, different culture. Man. Yeah. It's and, a different culture. And, and that's like, why it's bigger than rock and roll right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to shoot pop. That's why I said yeah. showman before because they care about. Like, yeah. It's, it's a whole presentation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like. The show itself, you know, they're usually like have some sort of like grooming, <laughs> you know, that right. makes it feel like interesting, like you know, like the weekend with his haircut or something, you know, or at least that he used to have. It's yeah. like I just see like a, a quest shape love, or something, you know. Yeah? It's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, as a musician, mm-hmm. there's there's you must have like you like when you were growing up and everything. 
I think every musician has that that image, that famous photo of like some like you know Jimmy Page with the double neck SG. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's always those famous images where you go, oh my god, like that's that's everything I want right mm-hmm. there in that picture. And yeah. I think there are certain certain photos of artists that make you look at your own pictures and go, oh, this reminds me of that. Like this is what I was going for. I was mm-hmm. going for that. That that Glenn Friedman, you know, Rollins shot, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's there's so many great. Uh, I think the the fact that they it's a mutual admiration society between artist and photographer mm-hmm. when that happens, and we when there are certain people that they try to emulate those moments, and I think that that's what's cool about it. Yes, yeah. is, is when you know you 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 know when you put. I'm sure there's times when you have different looks or instruments where. You got this because of that. Right. Some some musician imp- influenced you, and it could have been an image you saw. Like that's what I want to. I want to do that. I want to mm-hmm. model it after kind of that kind of mm-hmm. style. Um, and uh, are you asking me? Well, well now <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting you say that because I mean I think that changed so many times throughout the years. I, I mean, relatively, I'm the, still the same guy that I always have been. You know, you know. I mean, you know, you, your styles change, and the way you look changes, and and you get influenced by different bands and different things. So, um, I guess, uh, I guess, uh, I guess, I really don't even understand the question, to be honest with you, man. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. More, well, I, I, oh no, I just no, saw no, the can. movement. So. I think from what I'm getting is like, is there anything like that you just saw growing up? You're like, I want to do oh, that. Oh, like I that image. That. Okay, yeah. that's a, okay. I get it. Now. So if you um, saw, yeah, like you know the well, cover of of London Calling, and you're like, that needs to be mm-hmm. me. And there I got you. That's, I got you. Perfect. that's a really good question. And once again, you know, I guess I did understand the question because that has changed throughout the years so many times. It really has. I mean, if we go back to the, if we go back to when I was playing in hardcore bands and the first time I saw. Um, a sound card, a sound garden video, and you mentioned the cover of Loud and Love. Yeah. Um, um, that's a perfect example of what I was like. This really, I, I can, I can, I can relate to this sonically. I can relate to the en- the dark energy of it, and that's kind of like how I want to be portrayed or how I want to p- portray myself. Exactly. You I, know? Remember, I remember years ago. I think we we might have still been working together, maybe not, like right after that, but you would come in and for some weird reason, I don't know why it pops out in my head, but you were huge into that first tool record. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, just remember Undertow or the OP. EP. Undertow. For some reason, whatever what, uh, that's most a, of the time. That's a good when, example, man. Whenever yeah. I think yeah. about yeah. tool, there's like two people that pop in my head and this guy over here is one of them. Yeah, when well interesting story about tool. One of the first times I was never a big fan. One of the first times I did an uh, interview. Weird. My old band. Yeah, they're, they're weird. It's, it's, it's not my bag. <laughs> so one of the first times I ever did, uh, I went up to SOU 89.5 for my old band before I was in Candiria. Radio. Yes. Before before Still I was great. in before mm-hmm. I was in Candiria and uh, I had another band and we went up there and did an interview and uh, at the time, our friend who actually wound up being our tour manager, Candiria's tour manager for a while, this guy Kevin McCormick used to do. He used to be one of the DJs up there. And uh, we would go up there, and they would get promo CDs all the fucking time. So he, there was this milk crate filled of promo CDs, and and the opiate EP was in there. And I, I was like, and I have this. I was like, it looks fucking cool. He's like, yeah, that band's really cool. Take it home. So I took it home, listened to it, and I became a fucking fan instantly. This is going back to like '92 or '93. Yeah. 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 And then when Undertow came out, I was 
that was it. I was totally fucking well, hooked. I, I think that that was I to me. I I think that those two. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. Like yeah. they made some great moments afterwards, mm-hmm. but but for me too, especially. And you know what's funny? After after Undertow, something changed because mm-hmm. I used to love to see them. I saw them a bunch of times early mm-hmm. on. I uh, saw them at the limelight. As a matter of fact, uh, I saw them. You know, in Lollapalooza. And everybody faced front. Mm-hmm. Everybody was was coming at you together. It was a collective thing. When you go see a band and you want to, you want to feel like the band is is a unit coming this way. And now I went to see Tool. The last time I went to see them is the last time I will right. go to see them. Is that the Garden with Phantomas opened up for them? Mm-hmm. I was at that. Maynard. I think I was Maynard at that show. never left the drum riser. Right. He sings to Danny Carey the whole time. Mm-hmm. And there's trapezes and things going on. And I just felt like they didn't even care if we were there or not. Right. And that's great. If you sound great, that's terrific. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If I'm going to go see you, mm-hmm. I want a connection. I want That's a- us I- being mysterious, man. Right. Well, exactly. Well, I think it's be- Fall I- off the stage. I think it goes beyond <laughs> that for that dude in particular, to be honest well, with he's you. He's an unusual guy. He's man. an unusual guy. And, and his fans are, are, are little fucking crazy to be oh, honest yeah, with you yeah. I mean you know he's been he's been like I don't know some weird shit's happened to that dude and I know these <laughs> I know that because when ISIS toured with Tool um, I went to see them I forget I think it was somewhere in Jersey um, maybe the PNC I don't That's know it's like one of the last ISIS tours wasn't it yes it was mm-hmm. and then they did the one with Melvin's I think right yeah. um, maybe there was one in between but anyway um, when you were in when you were backstage if Maynard was walking through the hallway you couldn't be in the hallway. You couldn't be in the hallway anywhere in the building. And the re- well, the reason why was because it was a security risk for the dude. There was fucking. There were people that were like that wanted to like kill him. Wanted to fucking do crazy <laughs> shit that to was him. Like, it's all a work. But that was also yeah. like right post like dime bag stuff mm-hmm. too, that's true you're right. That's, that's shit. true. That's, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah. I think it everybody. Was just an interesting time, man. Within that, from just going to shows mm-hmm. around that time. It seemed like everybody was on edge. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think I think something before. like that yeah, resonates, just, and I think still today. It, yeah, one hundred percent. You still have to think about that, sure. regardless of what you think about the band, whatever. And being a musician just, at that that level's got to be fucking terrifying. It is. It yeah. does. It's like I'm just making shit. Mm-hmm. I happen yeah. to make a bunch of money off of it. Right. I can be financially stable. Help. Whatever. Right. Take care of my family. But is somebody gonna fucking stab me or shoot me on stage? Yeah. I mean, that- just cause. I wrote these songs. Yeah, it's right. gotta be terrifying. And that dude at that time when that album Anima came out, I mean, that dude, I mean, that dude was worshipped by fucking people. Yeah, like Maynard yeah, yeah. was like, so I mean, you know, yeah, maybe it's a little pretentious, but maybe he's had some fucking experiences that just like he was like, yeah, fuck right. Yeah, I don't yeah, care right. what people think. I ain't taking any fucking chances it's with these shows. It's actually a pretty hard know? thing to judge. It, it is. Yeah. 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 You know what they're getting. You know, you that's true. These guys get death yeah, threats no and shit. Yeah, it's, that, that's me on the outside looking at photos. <laughs> What's up, Tool? Tool and any of his bands. There was a thing, uh, an article where they're, they're one of the bands where they won't allow mm-hmm. camera phones yeah. or phones. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're so. one of those guys. They're one of those bands. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of getting kicked in the face, you mentioned that before, Nathaniel. Um, what do you think of that, though? Like, there's that whole thing that happened recently with Queens of the Stone Age with Josh Hall. Yep. Oh, yeah. I love talking about he this. He kicked the fucking... He, <laughs> he, like, kicked the, he, like, literally kicked the fucking girl, the girl's That's camera. And I think she got hurt, and he had to do this the whole thing. The camera hit her in the face. Yeah. 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 So, my take, having still slowly backed away from getting into internet battles with people, is... Mm-hmm. 
Uh, my experiences are, I mentioned the Converge thing. I've Quietly. Quietly. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, like, internet fight, so dumb. Um, I had mentioned, like, I had this bad experience with this band. I've never thrown them under the bus. I'm throwing them under the bus right now. Whoa. But it's all right. It's whatever. Good. At Air the same time, I never threw them under the bus because it's like that was an incident while they were playing. I was shooting. It was between that person and me. Right. Years ago. Mm-hmm. Why would I make a big deal about it? It's a fucking rock and roll show. Right. And I feel like that should go from a basement to an arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was photographing Trap Them at Vitus a couple years ago. Great band. And um, this dickhead NYP or sorry, NYPD, this dickhead Los Angeles Police Department, mm-hmm. which I found out later, officer was at the show in town, spun kick off the stage into my face. Put me in the hospital because I bit geez. through my lip and I had to have six stitches in my lip on the outside, four on the inside, and spent the night in the ER and it fucking sucked. Wow. And wow. it didn't deter me from like getting back in the bit and going right, shooting because right. it's just been doing it for 20 years. It's I can't not do it. Um, he kicked me in the face and the camera was fine. Uh, and I punched and under ended up under the pile thing. So when that came out, I watched that video like 4,000 times because I was obsessed with like, was it malicious? Was it, what was the intent? Having played music, been on stage, never at the level of an arena show, mm-hmm. but even just small things, you don't know what the fuck's going on in the crowd. Right, right, right. And... I can't for a hundred percent facts say that she was shooting with Flash. It kinda looked like she was. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He was not happy with her taking pictures. Right. And he from this is just my opinion, kicked the camera, hit her in the face. Mm-hmm. Happens. Right. It's happened to me a million times. Right. I'm not gonna go on the internet and complain about it. Right. Because I'm but an it's adult. A girl. Uh, I I can't easy. deny the no, fact no, that I can't deny the fact and, and like I've talked nauseam with this with my girlfriend been like if you, how do you feel as a female how do you feel about this she's like I I kind of think that I'm paraphrasing her um, if it was a dude there might not be, be any fucking stink there might not be the stink that there was mm-hmm. uh, my also my issues of it are if she was shooting a festival. By there the is an on onset like on festival paramedic. Mm-hmm. If she was that hurt, why didn't she just go get yeah. help then right, rather than right. shooting the rest of the show? It's just like all the things that add up is like, well, if you were that hurt, why didn't you leave and go out hospital then? Mm-hmm. I bit through my fucking lip and was covered in blood, bleeding everywhere, and had to have a, a, another person in the crowd grab me, and be like, "Dude, you're mm-hmm. hurt," and I was like, "Oh, I got to go to the hospital." Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really have a lot of sympathy for it. It's like you're putting yourself in right. a position, even if you're in a barricaded area, yeah. that things happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel safe leaving your house, don't leave your house. We live in fucking New York. Right. Every time you leave your apartment, you run the risk of being murdered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you run the risk of like having some sort of interaction with the crazy person on sure. the street. Absolutely. <laughs> and like, how many times a week do you get on the subway and somebody you get into it i mean living in this environment that we do which i get is not the Mm -hmm. same all over the country um 
Do you complain about it on the internet? No, definitely. Do you need no. to get people See, to rally behind? Yeah. You just kind of have it. Yeah. You have that moment, and you shrug it off, and you move on to the next Stop step. I, 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 think, I think this is what I think. I think because it was Josh Hom. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. If, if it was, if it was if Candiria, nobody would give a no fuck. No one would care. Thank you. I, I also it. think that his apology... <laughs> his apology... <laughs> His apology was so disingenuous to me that that made me more mad. It was like he was like, "I'm really sorry. Uh, My wife is really. I I would never do that to a woman." And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You don't give a shit. And just be like, "Hey, man, rock and roll happened." I'd have more respect for you. Yeah, and it would go away faster. And it would go away faster. Versus acknowledging shit and doing half-ass apologies, it just lingers around. No, sell it. Right. Yeah, and it sucks that it turned into like this is a man versus a woman right. issue. It's like this is uh, a person I, versus. I never heard that until I sat at this table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I, I, I those are all the undertones of it all. It, now. It, it's, I, I that, get that prompt up on the internet. I get that. Um, but if it was a dude. And and Josh Hom kicked his camera and he hit him in his face and hurt him. He might we might have gotten a complaint as well. So he you might have like, gotten a complaint. Did, did he thing. even know it was a girl when because he kissed her? This no. is the thing. There's a because he might have just seen the camera he, and he not, saw the, the not her face. Yeah. It and, looked and like he saw a camera and, and said, it. "I'm gonna kick that." Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. It totally so looked intentional, and it didn't matter. I think it was totally intentional, but I don't think he intended to kick her in the face. He didn't. I'm not saying what he did was a good thing. My guy might be a jerk or something. As man versus camera. But this is the thing. You know? you I, think that I think you should work in there. Like, isn't say that doing again. a job? She's what's what, what's happening is what's happening. Here's the thing that we didn't mention is I think at this point now there's a lawsuit. I think she's suing this. Of fucking course, guy. there's well, a lawsuit. That, of she's suing I think that's the thing. Did I sue the fucking cop that kicked me in the face? Yeah. Did yeah, I, but wasn't that cop was. First of all, he didn't say, I'm going to go kick you in the face. He right. said he's spun kick, right? So yeah. you're just basically like being in a pit. You're not he might have been in the moment. Like, this is someone hired. As far as I as far as I remember, I thought this was a photographer like with a pass, okay, mm-hmm. right for the show, right. Saying what we're just saying before, like the they're there to make you look good, right? right? And you're gonna like be this dick and be like. I'm that good that I could kick your camera and you're gonna not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Fuck right. off. Yeah. Well, what, a dick. Mm-hmm. What I think is, I and I just mentioned to him, is that. I don't Eat a think, bunch of dicks. I don't think it <laughs> was a case of man versus woman. I think it was man versus camera. Yeah, yeah. I can. He saw agree a camera, with that. and you know what? Stage lights on you. You could see the camera. You don't necessarily know who's behind the camera. Right. He just went for the camera. He didn't know it was a girl. Right. Maybe. Right. Maybe not. Right. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't honestly. honestly can't see him wanting to say that's a girl I'm going to kick her in the head no, no I no. think what we were saying is we I think what Jimmy's saying is because it was a female photographer that there was a, there was this thing a on more the media well right. we are more in me, of course so, you know and that's but I, I don't Jimmy doesn't that. change the fact I, that I, he I was a don't dick agree. I don't and agree. we're in a very fragile right. world right now I know but, but, but look, we, it's a look. very fragile world very politically correct it's it not is. a fragile here's, world here's my other problem with that let's say she did get hurt there is a lawsuit Right. Why is there a need to go create a conversation and not even really a conversation? Because mm-hmm. I I take it as whining. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to a certain degree space on the internet. Right. If like, why wouldn't you just be like, okay, who do I talk to? Who's who's right. the production right. manager that's going to introduce me to the manager? This mm-hmm. is what yeah. happened. Right. Fuck you guys. I want money. You broke my camera. Yep. This is my hospital bill. You pay for right fine like right. does that need to get yeah thrown all over mm. the internet which is c- 
could well, turn into a whole other well, discussion. The same reason why and like that's take pictures of their breakfast. That's kind of kind of another problem that well, I have yeah, with it. Is like one. if you want oh. to, to <laughs> handle it like an adult, like why why do you need to like have a bandwagon behind you? Right. Right. Like I just don't see well, the point. Everyone, everyone has that. a voice now, whether yeah. it's for right or wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. That's I have a big problem with a lot of social media now. Uh, and yeah, it's and because you know what, it's it's not. It, it's it, I wonder some of these people they like, overshare way too much. Oh, forget it. And it's insane. And don't even the whole politics thing is completely out of control. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially like even after this school shooting we just had, everybody has an opinion, and it's like that's great. But mm-hmm. I don't. You know what? Yeah. If you go to you go to my Facebook page, there are you know band videos and like pictures of my cats and things like that, and uh, I just don't. You know, I can't. Everyone is so fragile right now, mm-hmm. and and I was I shot Queens of the Stone Age like a week before that happened at the Garden, mm-hmm. and you know, he like I would have I can't imagine that guy doing that intentionally, pinpointing a woman and saying I'm going to kick her in the head. And I think again, he might have been frustrated with something. Maybe he did. And even if he did, oh fucking well, you know. <laughs> what are you gonna do, Terry? Have you? Ever- I could be a real big dick and be like, all right, well, you want equal rights, all right? Well, don't be fucking picky. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't be for. Don't, so, don't use your equal rights bullshit so, when it's convenient for you. Equal dude, rights, equal dude, fights. Dude, we have three female listeners. I think. I think we just lost them. That's all right. It's now. all right. You're entitled to your opinion, just like I am. I think we just lost. You know, every female listener. You know, it's funny. If but at the same fun. time, but at the same time, like we can sit and have this conversation. I'm not to an you, you can. You, we can have this conversation, sure, though, and that's that's I think the most important part. No, it's like sitting and having the conversation, exactly. and not just being like "fuck you, you're wrong," right? Because and I'm not you justifying think, whatever. Do what's his name? Right. Justin Hom? What's his Josh name? Josh. Josh. Justin. You see how you know, much yeah, he yeah, yeah. up with Josh Bieber? <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Uh, I think that, like, I'm not justifying. Yeah, he was. It was probably a scumbag move. If it was intentional or not. All right, somebody got kicked in the face, but I'm a girl. So so everything has to be more overexposed. It's like, yo, man, stop the bullshit. Man. I don't know, dude. You know, I don't agree with that at all because, you know what? I know a lot of dudes that do the same shit. That's fine. You don't have to agree with it. Yeah. And that's you know, fine. Funny thing is, too. I know a plenty of, there's plenty of great female photographers in the hardcore yeah. scene that get right into the mix yep. and yeah. would probably have great opinions on this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it shouldn't come down to that. And like... Like I love like when I like if you look in your photos you'll see other photographers and you're like yes. oh that girl's always shooting the same I'd love to see her pictures of this same show yes you right. know and like you talk about getting hit I've been hit uh, you know like taking photos and uh, you know I was at a Bad Brain show years ago and I saw somebody I saw a guy coming onto the stage and I I was I knew I was not getting out of the way and I had my camera and I had a split second where it was like. It's the camera or my face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really can't afford to, to pay for this camera to get fixed. So I pulled the camera and I just put my head forward and this guy hit me square in the head. And yeah, you know what? I had a bump, but it healed. Yeah. The camera was okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But I knew it wasn't malicious. This right. guy just happened to be coming my way. And there was a show. Remember the Armory in the city? Yes, yes. Soundgarden played the Armory. It was Soundgarden, Tad, and Eleven at the wow. Armory. They did two oh, nights. Lex, right? Lex, they did two nights. Yeah. No air conditioning, no alcohol. It was like 120 degrees in there. And my girlfriend at the time wanted to be right up front. So, okay, fine, you know. And we were there, just there as fans and went right up front. And the Spoon Man introduced them. He came out and they had like a movie play before they went on. And the, 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 the camera, the, the screen went up. 
before the first note was hit, some guy jumped on the stage, jumped off, and the bottom of his boot caught her pop right in the forehead. She went down, he went down on top of her, I threw him off, ran to the side. I was like, I get, you know, is there a nurse? Is there a nurse? You know? And they say, yeah, yeah. And they pulled me around. The, the nurse was like three folding chairs and a lady right next to Kim's amp. Mm. So I had like the best view for like the first five songs. They yeah. gave her an ice pack. <laughs> and she's like, hey, have some ice. She, I got a good view she, now. She, she's like, I'm okay. And I'm like, no, no, you should sit for a few more minutes. Yeah. And, and I got to see like the first like five or six songs from the side. But, <laughs> but everybody was cool. And she was like, it's no problem. And, yeah. you know, it, it was in the moment. I and mean, especially in aggressive shows right there's aggressive behavior right well, yeah well you got most people know that going in yeah. today you can anyone who's walking into and, and queens of the stone age is not really an aggressive band they're mm. kind of like a quirky heavy yeah. rock band but it's still a rock show right yeah, sure yeah. Yeah. you know you, if you, you go to a gold horse show and you get hit you know that that person's gonna go it's a gold horse show of yeah. course like, but, but if you get hit at a goat horse show versus the singer of it's goat a badge horse of honor going boom like to you that's that's the difference. Do you know right, what? Yeah. You know it's funny. I agree. I agree. Do you sure. remember, remember the band Blind Melon? Yeah. Yes. I saw them I, at Roseland. I paid three times to get in. Fake tickets the first two times. Whoa! I, uh, fuck! Wow. Yeah. I saw them in a place Not called Starks in Deer Park, <laughs> and Shannon, who and the singer was hitting people with the bottom of the mic, the heavy part of the bottom of the mic stand. Yeah. Was hitting people and rock and roll, motherfucker. And that was not cool at all. No, you know, not, I mean, that's not cool. while he's singing the little girl, fucking you know. little fat girl beat <laughs> song. <laughs> oh, was that oh, offensive? I'm sorry, girl. Was I found it offensive to Shannon Hoon. That's a great song. It is. <laughs> it's a great album. Right, oh but that's all I picture is that. I don't know uh, the name of the song. Axl Rose's cousin, I believe. Is it? But yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was. Inappropriate with the mic stand. Oh, yeah. He was also a space cadet at yeah. his mind constantly. Yeah. When I saw them, they never played a song that was like the album. It was right. a jam song. I thought they were really And they good were like following him. They're like, where's he Shannon? Tapped, he he's tapped reaching a long out for shit that's not there in the sky. Like, he's like, well, eating clouds. That was their yeah. kind of vibe, you know? And the, I remember they were really good. It was, again, it was another sat with Soundgarden. It was Neil Young, Soundgarden, and Blind Melon at Jones Beach. Wow. And that's it was raining. <laughs> It was raining and they started I playing No Rain and it stopped raining. Wow. And I thought that was wow. a cool moment. Yeah. That was like when I saw GNR and they played November Rain and it started thundering that, at Giant wow, Stadium. Wow. No rain though. You got a rain story, Nathaniel? <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't Raining blood? No. <laughs> I rained blood. Yeah. Like, I Actually, face. have you ever been rained on like, like shooting? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, let's just talk about Guar. So, another <laughs> raining blood. Another, well, I'm I'm trying to think of like shooting outside mm -hmm. in the rain. It's had to have happened. Uh, I can't think of any instances off the top of my head, but I do remember years ago photographing Guar, and they played some festival. Played in like the middle of the day. We had been drinking all day, and I went up to the security dude, and I was like, "Hey, do you guys?" You guys have like a garbage bag? And the guy's mm. like, why? And I was like, I, I just need a garbage bag. And he's like, all right, man, gets me a garbage bag. Just take off all my clothes down to my drawers. Brilliant. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm going to shoot Guar. Mm -hmm. And he's like, 
all right, whatever, dude. <laughs> Wrapped my camera in a garbage bag, and I was the only one that photographed you know him. Wow. Got hosed down in blood. Wow. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Photographed him. Shit. All my clothes were not covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. wiped myself off with the garbage bag. Put my clothes back on, and like this dude's just laughing at me the whole time. I was like, whatever. <laughs> I shot Guar, none of the fuck other photographers yeah, dude. did. I, uh, um, you, yeah. It's so funny. I, I brought an underwater camera to shoot Guar. At the, when they played with the Misfits on Halloween, mm-hmm. and I got sprayed it at the time, it was before my vision was fixed. I got sprayed with the blood. My contact lenses turned red wow. from the blood. <laughs> but we we opened my band opened for Guar at uh, at the Roxy in Huntington. Holy shit! It was us and Guar and Bile. And how uh, did you do? Because and uh, <laughs> it's not good to open up for Guar. It was <laughs> it was hysterical. Yeah. The funny thing was one of the Guar guys. And his girlfriend were watching from the side, and he was in full, full costume with his arm around his girlfriend and his like spear, mm-hmm. just kind of so bobbing good. his head. Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. And they, they were they were great. But then I shot them with the Misfits. Mm-hmm. The last time I saw them was at Chiller. I think it was a couple of years back. Cause the last time I saw Odorous before he died, mm. and I said to him, "Yeah, we opened for you with the." Rock. And he goes, oh, "I remember that show because." Because those guys in Bile put angel dust in my joint. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, we were on we were on Warp Tour and Gore was on uh, Mutant South That's Stage. That's right. This, and this... we were on the Mutant North Stage. And if you you know they they switch up the the you know the bands every day, so everybody you know goes on at a different time every day. But most of the time, I'm pretty sure it was it was either they were the very last band to play or or the the main support. Nah, yeah, you know, I, I think they closed out every night. I'm, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think it was every night they, they closed were the only out. They were with like a permanent yeah, slot. because of their stage show. Who wants yeah. to go yeah. on after that shit? But we, there were nights on on, on Warped where we actually went on after them. Like oh, really? We closed like, and we knew if we saw, you know, if we saw the two set lists, and like, oh, Mutant South, what time's Guar going on? They're going on at this time. What time are we on? Oh, fuck, we're on it. Right. Fucking, <laughs> we're the last band. Right. I mean, you're you're gonna play to no one. You're really going to play. Like, a lot of people after the Guar set, right. they just leave. Was this with the girls singing? Because I wanted to see them with the girl, when they no, had the girls they singing have, for a uh, the new guy. As a matter of fact, you know, it was really new funny. New dude's really good. I just saw him last he's fall he's in San Diego. Great. He's great. Um, he's fantastic. Um, and they were such yeah. nice people to be yeah, on the road yeah, with. They, every nice night, days. they had a little barbecue behind their bus. And those were my folks I would hang out hmm. with. I hung out with um Chad and, and Jesse from fucking CKY, Guar, and Monique from, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot the name of her band. That's so they do that Guarbecue every yeah. year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. What's but I'm sorry, you're saying. Super nice. Yeah. Love oh, that guy. Great, great guy, Love man. Guy. He was always cooking. Mm-hmm. He was cooking every night. Oh, have some chicken, have some. Yeah. Some, yeah. I, like, you he, hungry? He, you hungry? Have a beer. You want a cigar? <laughs> he looks like he'd be like their captain. <laughs> he is. He would. But uh, listen, uh, we got to wrap this up. Right? You got to get out of here in a minute? I have like 10 minutes. I got to be All out. Right. So maybe we should go around a table. Where can we like find your... Um, yeah, it's like, either we can go find off, you guys. Off, oh, forget. Off for two hours. Definitely got to do this again. We got to do it again. Oh, absolutely. But uh, I just want to make sure that um, people can find you guys online and find your websites. If you have websites, and contact you if you want to be contacted about work and All stuff like that. All your social media bullshits. Terry, you want to go first? Yeah. And what's my shit again? Hold <laughs> on. Someone else go. No, I got it. All right. <laughs> my God. So my Instagrams is uh, <laughs> my Instagrams is uh, just my name at Terry Matlin, and okay. um, within that you'll find a link to another Instagram account. Okay. Um, which is because uh, my the one I just gave you is uh, my iPhone only account, mm-hmm. and I just started one for like stuff coming from my quote unquote camera cameras. Uh, and then within that, um, there's a link to my online for- photo portfolio. 
in that profile. Fantastic. So you click around fucking Instagram and Terry Matlin. T-E-R-R-Y-M-A-T-L-I-N. Beautiful. Daniel, you got I'm at GeoCities. It's an internet joke. Oh. I'm like... I had a conversation. Oh, flat on his fucking face. <laughs> like right. the girl with the camera. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. Uh, no, I had a conversation with a buddy last night. We were talking about the internet. He's like, remember GeoCities? I was like, whatever. I don't remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Internet, dude. Yeah? We're in it right now. Oh. Not even here. Oh. Okay. Uh, you can find me. <laughs> I don't think I was gonna now. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Don't find for jokes. Nobody cares about me. <laughs> Nobody cares about me, anyways. No, they do. So man, I, that's not true. I'm sorry. Nobody likes me. That's where can they find you, bro? <laughs> and where can we find the Great Nigga shirt? The weird. Ah, uh, it's, it's hot. A company called Comfort of Realm. Online. I think it's one of the dudes from that band Gate Creeper. Okay. They also make sweatpants. Oh, right. On. I may have bought some typo negative sweatpants nice. so I can be comfortable. Yeah. In the cemetery. Nice. Wandering around. Uh, at Nathaniel Shannon on Instagram, NathanielShannon.com. S H A N N O N? O N, yeah. Like Shannon Yeah. N A T H A N I E L S H A N N O N. And Nathaniel Shannon, The Vanishing Twin is the music project, which you can Google. There's a band camp and all that. Check it out. It's really good music. At Jazz. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You could find my Instagram and uh, Flickr as well. I do a Flickr. um, Is Stephen J. Messina is a hardcore shutterbug, and uh, uh, my band Serial Poets are on uh, Apple Music and Google Play and Spotify and uh, all of that. We just went on as actually last week. Our last two albums, uh, pretty much everywhere now in uh, Amazon, Bandcamp. And uh, even Reverb Nation. Awesome. And uh, I would like to, because I told you I would last night, I would like to dedicate this episode to Steven's cat, Ruby, who sadly passed away yesterday. Oh, yeah. 16 oh, years. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yesterday, right when oh, I came Jesus. home from work. Yes. Wow. Sorry to hear oh. that, man. So this yeah. episode is dedicated to the memory of Ruby, the Persian cat. Yep. Mm. Well. She was a good one. Well, she's not over here. She's over there now. She's over That's there, it. She's now. Over there now. She's over there Somewhere now. over here. Maybe over there. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, this has been awesome, i yeah. got to say. And yeah. uh, it's funny because the more I look at both of them, the, his face is familiar and his name is familiar. Mm-hmm. And that's the funny part is that now I'm going to go back and look at my own things and, and see everything. And, uh, and obviously, you know, you two guys, which I actually had the chance. I shot you for Sound City. That's at right. the Warp Tour. Warp Tour, that's right. And uh, for for Neil, and right. uh, I hope he, I guess he was happy with everything. Yeah, no, uh, it was fantastic. And that was a fun yeah. show to shoot. And your you have a a band that's fun to shoot, especially your singer is yeah. always a parent, yes, uh, always yes. great to shoot. Matter of so. fact, I think I'm wearing the same shirt. Right, I soon shirt. I think it, I'm, I could be mistaken about that. Maybe it's a who knows. But uh, anyway, yeah. But thank you guys. Thank you yeah, so man. much. We gotta have yeah, you guys. Yeah, thank you. This is thank awesome. You. This is we awesome. uh. People yeah. gotta do their day now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta go to fucking work. Alright, well, we're, we're out of here. Yeah. We're over here now. We're, uh, yeah. Now we're out of here now.